Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Tony Martin and Dave O'Neill. Heaps of fun in this one. Stick around at the end of the episode for Talking Dum Dum. We're going to tell you about all the stuff that we have going on. Until then, enjoy this new one with Dave O'Neill and Tony Martin. Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me, as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Two great guests joining us today. Please welcome back onto the podcast, Dave O'Neill and Tony Martin. Yeah. Hey, puffs. Yeah. Yeah. We have I've done this before as a combination. I think we have at I Carl's Flat. At Carl's Flat? Yes. I thought we hadn't. I yeah. thought we hadn't as well. I think about maybe four F- years five ago. Five years ago, yeah. Because my fear is that we will just say all of the same things we yeah. said in that episode. Good chance. Well, we've all we've all had four years of life experience. Let's let's limit the, our conversation today oh. to post two thousand and sixteen okay. events. No stories about the nugget. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, this all, is ringing a bell now. All yeah. bad eggs. <laughs> bad <laughs> eggs. It's not coming nugget. up. Which um, often, I've noticed that when you go on stand, they put them in the same category now. Oh, yeah, you in there. The nugget, bad eggs. Yeah, cracker jack. How do you jack. feel about that, Tony? It's, well, we're all in <laughs> take the same. Away, take away, take Well, there. see, every film you've mentioned, and you and your stupid mate, oh, yeah. were all part of a brief period where the Macquarie, Macquarie Bank... Bank were funding comedies. Oh, right. And yeah. they made Cracker Jack. And the Macquarie Bank's still around? No, because... not really. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, can, I can figure out why. <laughs> <laughs> but it was because they made 12 films yeah. in like two years. Yeah. And I think every one of them was a comedy. Yeah, they loved it, didn't they? It was they? meant to be. There was one with Steady Eddie. What? And again, you say Under the not, Radar. They're not around, you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that. Yeah, wow. Under the Radar with Steady Eddie. There was, was one the, called Blurred with Matthew Newton. I, that I was on the, the, on the, the Gold Coast. The Schoolies one. Schoolies yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was oh. a one that the Sydney Akmal and Gary Eck made. The, um, you Can't Stop the Murders. That wasn't yeah. one oh. of them. Oh, that wasn't a Macquarie no, one. I don't think that was a Macquarie. That's not in the box set. You know what I hate no. about... The Macquarie sorry. Bank's like the A24 of Australian <laughs> film. Total, <laughs> I remember getting into an argument with someone from that film because I said, it's Can't Stop the Music. It's not you can't stop the yeah, music. Yeah. It should be can't stop the murders. Yeah. What's right. the word you doing on there? Yeah. That's the kind of argument I can get into. <laughs> <laughs> but the song is you can't stop the music, isn't it? Is you it though? Can't or is it just can't stop, can't the, music? stop the music? It's yeah. a village people song. Yeah, yeah but I think the song yeah. is called yeah. Can't it is called, Stop. It's called yes, Can't right. Stop, but oh, they're okay. singing You Can't Stop. Yeah. Yeah. But my, even if they weren't, the you is implied. The mm. movie is Can't Stop. It's not you. Yeah. It reminds me of a, a great yeah. anecdote, Tony. When I was on Spicks and <laughs> Specs, it's Chris Bailey <laughs> oh, yes. from The Saints. It was the grumpiest... I hope this was in 2017, <laughs> by the way. But, yeah. <laughs> he was the grumpiest fucker. So he's a you know he's a legend. He's a lead singer of The Saints. And I said, how's Ed Cooper going, who was also in The Saints? He goes, oh, he's a grumpy fucker. I'm like, what the fuck? What you just call someone grumpy, but anyway, that's not the anecdote. So the question was, what is the Village People? What is the Village People movie? And I said, "Is you can't stop the music." And me and Miff start singing, "You can't stop the music." And he's just sitting there with his arms folded. And I looked and I went, "I reckon you can stop the music." And he, and he goes, "I will." And I no, what do you say? I can and I will. That's what he said, "Stop the music." Yeah. What about how um, Donald Trump has? 
been using, uh, was it Macho Man and YMCA? Yes. Oh, that's offensive. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's because the, they were the only people who that weren't going to sue him? Yeah, right. So going down a list of yeah. what's available, Neil yeah. Young, no. Yeah, yeah. The Beatles, no. no. Springsteen, no. Oh, we've got a no from Crazy Frog. Okay, move on. <laughs> and it's alphabetical. We're down in V. If these yeah, guys yeah, knock yeah. us back, we're really... Hope yeah. ZZ Top Ven- Rock give us Look, the Warren ask. Zevon's dead. He can't say no. Venga boys are a yes. Because so. <laughs> I can't imagine his base would be village people, supporters of the village people and their no. lifestyle. I reckon people that enjoy the village people but haven't figured out that, that they're, they're gay. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Because you know, the Australian Navy briefly used in the Navy as, one of, oh, as a really? theme song for an ad campaign wow. and someone had to point out to them it's about being gay in the Navy. Yeah. And they, they pulled it. Yeah. Pretty quickly. That's great. Right, great. That's great. Yeah, I love the idea of that, that someone not knowing that any of the village people are gay. It's like, well, I've never oh. seen any of them with a woman, but you know, <laughs> yeah. you're a, you're a cop. You're yeah. in the navy. These are jobs that traditionally yeah. you're too busy. To construction. construction, construction. They're manly jobs. Where are you meant to they, meet someone? You know what they actually look like in 2020? If those guys, they look. If they walked onto a tram, you'd go undercover. Tram inspector. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Just very jobs. Bit of, bit of costume no, well, that's happening. The, you need to reboot the village people for 2020, and that's one of them is an undercover cop. It's right. like, you know, how often do you see Navy men yeah. and those kinds of professions anymore? So we get rid of, it's like the podcaster, <laughs> yeah. the undercover. Call center worker. Yeah, yeah, call right. center worker. Yeah. The Uber Eats. But you know, they changed their image briefly in the eight. They went Renaissance. They had a new wave. Remember that? I loved that album. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? There was a there was a, like their last album and they went eighties pop. Yeah, it was fucking good. It was oh, new romantic. Wow. New romantic. They yeah. had all the outfits yes. and stuff. Oh, they had like some adamant makeup sort of. Yes, stuff that's on. right. Like yeah, a yeah. visage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love visage. Yeah, fade to grey. They had um, songs about fast food and like real sort of like pack. Oh, I don't remember the songs. I just remember the album cover. And then they yeah. just went, oh, fuck. Let's go back yeah, to the they, original. Yeah, 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 yeah. The original. Let's just hang around for about ten years until we we become retro and then cool yeah. again. And the movie, of course, comes on every New Year's yes. Eve. But I'm trying to think, are they gay in the film? <laughs> Is that canon that they're gay? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I can't remember if they are. It's Steve Gutenberg is right. the main character. Yeah, right. And then there's, I, I, can I even say Bruce Jenner? Yes, you're At right. At the time he you're was correct. Bruce Jenner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Valerie Perrine. Yes. But the village people are... I wow. can't think whether the, it goes into their backgrounds so enough. So Valerie Perrine would be like the Cameron Diaz of the 70s? Yeah. Something like that? It's she like uh, another anecdote from the 90s, <laughs> please. 2000s. I, I went to an ABC um, script uh, workshop called... Oh, wow. And there was me and uh, my... That Marco Tullo was riding with, and there was the motorcycle uh, 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 cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Red Indian. Anyway, Josh. Josh is the Indian chief pitcher. Josh, Josh Thomas was there with his producer, who's now right. the head of comedy at ABC, and they were pitching "Please Like Me," right. but he wasn't gay in the oh. in the first uh, versions. He was straight. He had girlfriends. Okay, and so that was that was what they were pitching, and then it changed because I did a debate with him and. Um, uh, and then I said I was talking to him afterwards by the way I, I'm enjoying how Dave O'Neill's thought process works village people that reminds me of Josh Thomas <laughs> <laughs> I'll open the show I'll say hey books hey, then we'll books. go into the village people and I'll talk about Josh Thomas <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we'll stop it there. I can't. Uh, well, what about didn't me. Ellen DeGeneres do a film called Mr. Wrong where she was oh, yeah. a romantic yeah. comedy yeah. with with clearly Mr. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Very wrong. Yeah, yeah, great. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. this is I'm glad, I'm glad Dave's back in a good mood because before the pod, I reckon that's a, 
the closest I've ever seen you to being angry because yeah. one, I've sent you. We were originally going to do this podcast at the pub. We, yeah. We've changed locations. You rang me and went, I'm in the pub. Where are you guys? Whoops, I forgot to tell you. We're not going <sighs> to the pub. You got here. Closest to angry I've ever seen you. And then I realised why. It's because you were looking forward to a pub lunch. I was. I haven't oh, had a pub damn. lunch since March. Oh, damn. Doesn't so, matter. And instead, I even looked at the menu of the pub online. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I do a bit of that. And yeah. instead, he's got a sandwich he's really oh. unhappy yeah. about. He's paid too much for. Yeah. 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 From the Laurent Bakery. From the bakery beneath Nick Giannopoulos's. Oh, yes. You know this, Tony? Nick Giannopoulos has the penthouse in this building. Oh, in yeah. this very building. Not in this building. building, in the one next door. But has he's he... also, he's regularly in Laurent. I've seen him lately a lot. He's back mm. in a big way. So yeah. I'm surprised you didn't and run into him. And does he ever come down and want to be in a dum-dum club? Uh, this is the this this is the thing where, you know, we've talked about it a lot. I constantly oh, yes, seeing him have. in the street. I'm worried about approaching <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. I'm, I'm, he love we, it. We, I think the last time I was on this podcast, we talked about... The Wog Wars yes. on a current affair. Yeah. Did you yes. see that, Dave? Where there was, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know, he owns the word Wog, yeah, and, uh, and a couple of the uh, Melbourne comics now, are arcing up about here's, it. Here's here's what we should bring up, um, and hopefully Tommy's uh, uh, got something, got some updates on this anyway. But a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a new idea of um, we're not on cameo. Tommy and I decided to be. Uh, it would be good to be on Cameo, but not right. to give those the, the fat cats at Cameo our 30% or whatever it is. So we we do a thing called Dummio on our own website. <laughs> right. where cut we out can, the middleman. Right. Cut out the middleman. Yeah. But then we came up with an idea where I, I've always quite enjoyed Tommy's um, half-baked impersonations of people. <laughs> yes. I, I think that he's got a good talent, like a half-good talent for it. What's his most famous one wow. for people? He does a good Dave O'Neill, in I, my opinion. I don't know about that. It's all right. <laughs> a bit pissed off. Had to go down the Mount View Hotel for pub lunch. There you go. I had to get a roll from Laurent. For people at home, that's <laughs> actually Tommy wow. speaking. Um, yeah. That's not Dave. Pretty, I wonder if that good. will confuse me when I listen back editing this. Like, ah, Dave just jumped in there and yeah. started talking so, so then so now Tommy has listed himself on Cameo as the bad impressionist <laughs> and he is getting dozens of requests now. Yeah. Right. yeah well we talked about this last week I I had a big first week on there lots of them coming through barely able to keep up with the demand what's the most commonly asked for well, this is the thing. I, I wanted people to give me, you know, some challenges, some right. interesting ones. And then, of course, just a lot of people asking for, like, Nick Kappa and people that have been on oh, the show. It's okay. a bit like, come on, guys, let's yeah. let's spread our wings a Do little bit Kappa. here. Do your Kappa. It'd be like that, wouldn't it? Kind of yeah. like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, it's a bit, bit easy. bit yeah. easy doing Nick Kappa. Yeah. 69s, they're boring. 69s yeah, yeah. are so boring. Yeah. I went to the Mount View Hotel because yeah. I thought I was doing the podcast there. Had to get a shit roll from Laurent. Yeah. This is now my go-to phrase for impression. Right, right, right. Dave O'Neill before this <laughs> podcast. Just say, how do you, how do you get, get yourself into the mood? You just pretend that your throat hasn't had a shower, and that's yeah. Nick Kappa's yeah. voice. My yeah. stinky, phlegmy throat. Yeah. yeah, right. But I have to say, in this last week, I, I do, after that big first week on Cameo, going into the second week, mm. I feel a little bit like the bit in Steve Martin's book where he looks out into the crowd and he sees <laughs> empty seats for the first time. Right, right. Having yeah. a couple of days of not many coming through. Right. I feel like the dream of the bad, I feel like the bad impressionist career might be on a bit of a... You can't go full time with this bad impression. I can't, yeah. I had a really good first week, mm. but yeah, I um, right. they've really slowed down. And I feel like I was doing a lot of them on the show last week. Yep. So maybe this is a bit of a case of, you know, no one's buying the cow because I've given away the milk for free. Right. You know, yeah. No one's paying me 15 right. bucks yep. to get a Donald Trump when I'm just throwing it out on the podcast sure. that they already get. Do you do Trump? Do you do Trump? 
Uh, lots of people saying I do a pretty great Donald Trump. Uh, I was down here at the uh, Matthew yeah. Hotel. It's a fantastic, so angry, fantastic, so angry. Fa- fantastic hotel, folks. And then I get the call that uh, I'm in the wrong place. So I go to Laurent and uh, let me tell you, the road is fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's very reasonably priced. I took a photo of the Q code and everything. I, uh, the Q code. <laughs> I, have a, I have a booking for Cal Chandler. Uh, <laughs> That's, that's some bad impressions. That's oh, I'm bad impression. yeah. Yeah. at impressions. Well. I think you've struck gold. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tony Tony's actually does good Tony's impressions. Good, yeah. You're yeah. a good yeah. man you sometimes. Could, you could well, do the good impressions. Well, no, I'm a big fan of the one word impression, like oh, where you do oh, someone yeah. in one word. So, like, Jack Thompson is home buyers. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, Luke McGregor is girls. Yeah, yes, yes. That's very yes. good. That's but really so good. you've got to get yeah, yeah. it down to one word, but yeah. I... So you should I think be on Cameo is just oh, the one word impression. That, that, now, that is a Cameo. <laughs> <laughs> a one word But cameo. I had... Did I, t- I don't know whether I told this before on this podcast, but I was on live TV with Jack Thompson. Did I tell you about that? That'd so I'm fun. on that show, The Circle. Was it The Circle? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he was hosting in Sydney and they, everything had gone wrong, so I could only hear them. I couldn't see them. And we're talking away, and he keeps chiming in, but he's clearly not keeping up with everyone else. Yeah, something's going on. And finally, I just say, um, "Hey, Jack, do your uh, why don't you do your famous line from the Bank of Melbourne ad?" And he goes, "What is it?" <laughs> I go, "You know, home buyers." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh yes, yes, home buyers." <laughs> and that's exactly how he said it. And then later in the interview, I, w- I was there to promote something else. And they said, oh, you've got a book coming out. And it was that book I did called Deadly Kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't worked out, you know how you have to work out how you're going to sell something? Yep. And I'm going, oh, it's a hard one to promote. And they go, what's it about? And I go, oh, it's a, it's a comedy about terrorism. And there was just right. silence. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone like maybe Joe Hildebrand or someone at the other end just went, yeah, well, good luck with that. Yeah. And then the right. conversation continued. So we're about 10, 15 seconds into another conversation. And then I just hear Jack Thompson go, terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> with just no contact, with no relation to yeah. anything anyone yeah. else was right. saying. That's so. Studio 10. Studio, Studio 10. 10. Oh, Sorry yes. if I've maligned the circle. Yes, right. yeah. yes, yes. That yes, one. Yes. The, the lawyers at the circle from ten Goodness. years ago will be in touch. <laughs> yeah. What was the circle? I can't remember. Yeah, what that was the one with Chrissy Swan, oh, Uni, yes. and it was f- filmed in Melbourne. Yes, yes. and and um, I was Georgie, on it. Georgie, I was on it. Tommy, I was on it once. Tommy Dasso was in the audience. Yeah, I did a he got cameo. As much, did yeah, a cameo. He got as much screen time as I did because they, they, Tom, Tommy and Nick Cody were in the audience laughing at things that were going wrong for me or something. So I just <laughs> said to the cameraman, "Put." camera on those idiots yeah yeah <laughs> and then it, it cuts to like you know two dozen women over the age of 60 and then just like <laughs> me and cody like 23 years old yeah yeah <laughs> because, the time because george mackencrow no not george mackencrow george, george uh, coglin george, george, george coglin was describing me as a really lovely person with a with a very positive out, outlook on life and these two start laughing yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can even see me on camera go like they say oh you seem so lovely and so uplifting and you just see me look at the camera like 
<laughs> I'd love to watch it back because it's that great thing where you can hear two people laughing very loudly, like off mic, yeah. no one else laughing. Yeah. Just this like, where is that coming from? Yeah. You know, like on yeah. TV, it sounds so distant. Yeah. It's like someone in another room laughing at something unrelated. I yeah. was on that show with yeah. Greg Proops, I think. Was oh, yeah. Oh, he's right. great. Yeah, I co-hosted a few times on The Circle. And didn't it have like an, audi- an audience of like yeah, nine 12 people? people. 12 yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Just, just yeah. the people who would want to see live TV at 10.30 on a Wednesday morning. But so a not... lot of pressure to laugh if you're one of yeah. like 12 yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, totally, Oof. totally. Um, exactly. Well, well that, that reminds me... Um... You would have gone on GMA. I, want to, I remember going on GMA, yeah. the predecessor. With Bert. With Bert. Absolutely. Oh, were you on with Bert? Oh, yeah. yeah. He was great. And... Uh, also, Ernie and Denise. I, oh, I did the warm-up once for Ernie and Denise. It was terrible. Ernie and Denise, what I remember about that is you would go to the ads and the second we went to the ads, Ernie Sigley would just start slagging people. You go, you know this fucking cat. He's going yeah, to what he's a fucking... Tell you what, this fucking floor manager. He's not here today, but this fucking floor manager. And then you'd see the countdown and be like, five, four, and you go, this fucking tricky world. And we're back. Oh. He's ahead of his time. That between ads, chat, that's a podcast now. You know, he could have had the mics on just doing his own content in the ad So I'm a massive fan of Elvis Costello. He came back to Australia for the first time in 10, 15 years, whenever it was, years ago. And I got tickets like about five, six, seven from the front. And I'm like so into it. And then there's an encore and, and he gets everyone to get out of his seat and dance and everything. Everyone in the whole place is up on their feet. Ernie Sigley has got front row, middle seat and just stood, like sat in his seat with his arms crossed. And everyone else went off and he was like, I'm not fucking getting up. I'm like, <laughs> you absolute prick. <laughs> Ernie Sigley and Elvis Costello in the same yeah. universe. Yeah, it's just yeah. a hard thing to <laughs> yeah. play at Addy. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Pump it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, what was I going to say? I uh, Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to A lot of phone scrolling. You look like you were doing a deep, a I, deep search. Deep scroll. I'm looking for something. Content. I'm looking for something in particular. I should have screenshot it before the show. I'm, I the will directions get to, to the Mount View? You don't need <laughs> no, it. No, no. I will find it. There's just, there's, I'm just coming up with way too many pictures of Coast Samui at the moment but I will get to <laughs> I will get to the oh it's current I still take pictures of the webcam uh, off the yeah, computer okay, so right, yeah right, yeah right. I will get to it I should but, have known. but um, uh, Tony like uh, what I want to say to you was we're out of lockdown in Melbourne yes. we're able to um, get out there and do different things and whatever so I'm excited for you I assume you have now. I don't think we've even talked about this on the show before, but your mission of walking through every street in yes, every yeah, we talked about it uh, last episode for the right. first time. Well, it's later. funny you mention because we are back doing that. We're yeah. advancing on Dingley Village, getting very close to <laughs> crossing <laughs> Dingley the, International <laughs> Hotel. The Dingley International is that yeah. the one on? It's a big one. Is that on? Uh, yeah, I think it, yeah. Boundary Road. Yeah. 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 Is yeah. that the yeah. place that had the sign "Drive Through Palmers"? Without the apostrophe. <laughs> with, Without, with, and then, yes, I. Yeah. It was the weekend everyone was uh, Black Lives Matter and people are knocking down statues. And I'm on Twitter going, they have to get rid of that apostrophe in the <laughs> drive through yes. Palmer side. Very, very quick callback, by the way, while we're in the middle of this. Very quick, uh, talking about the village people, here's a picture of me and Husey dressed as the village people. Oh, Everyone's wow. going to hate that at home, but there we go. And when oh, did yeah. that happen? That was at one of our. Dumb That's drunk cast. That's what you've been looking for no, for the last no. 10 minutes. But did you have the full... Because it's a bit sad to only have two. I think, you've got to have the full no, six. We, 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 we came out at the start of this drunk cast that we did, uh, Dresses of Village People, and we did, the, we did YMCA, but we'd rewritten the lyrics. And we just right. kept... 
We just kept <laughs> kicking. And for some reason, the construction worker costume was just on rotation. There wow. was just, no one wanted to keep wearing it. So anytime someone new came onto stage, uh, okay. they had to... And Husey turns up and just basically walks from the door onto the stage. Yep, right. And then someone's put a high vis and a hat on him. And he's just... I don't know. Was he, he was enjoying like a, it or was he? He was like a mannequin. Like he, he, Husey's got a thing where he wants to be involved if something's going on. So he just walks and goes, "Oh, what's all this then?" Just walks on stage. Good Husey. No, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Might steal that. <laughs> <laughs> what's all this Too then? <laughs> what's all this then? What's going on here? <laughs> Sorry, it was either Husey or PC Plod from the notebooks. I'm not sure which one that was. But he walks in. He's just treated like a mannequin. He just sits down on stage. Don't know if he even said anything. Someone just dresses him as a village person. He sits there for about ten minutes. Goes. Yeah, I think I've got enough attention here. Walks yep. back off stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not really yeah, right. knowing what the context of any of the <laughs> night was in any way. Um, but uh, sorry, back to back no, to Dingley International. The thing uh, people are always asking is: it's twelve years of walking every street in Melbourne. Twelve years. Twelve. This is it'll be twelve Ooh. years at the end of this year. Yep. Who are the celebrities you've bumped into? I would. Say, I would. Say, I've got other questions, but I would say very quickly: what do you reckon the percentage of the streets you've clocked? Uh, I reckon we've done? only done. A quarter, we've done a quarter. Really? So wow. we pro- we'll have to live. And, of course, it's further and further to drive. Yes. And we're doing both sides, so that right. slows it down. Yes. But uh, <laughs> in terms of famous... Some would say that's double are, the work. It is. Well, because how do you... Oh, look, it's hard to explain without a graph. Yeah. But you, you got one side. Yeah. How do you get back? Do you walk down the next one? Yes. Well, then you're missing one of the cross streets, and also, surely. I think you're not really, especially in like a, a, you know, like a shopping area, you're not giving enough detail, you know, looking at one side of the shop, exactly. looking at the other shops from mm. a distance. And there's so know. much to notice. But in 12 years, here are the celebrities. Number one, Dave O'Neill. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Walking. Uh, yeah, I, was, I pulled over on, the, yeah, in Clifton Hill where Clifton I live. Clifton Hill. Oh. I, with my sandwich, come back from the sandwich shop. This is the sandwich theme. Right. So great this has come up because <laughs> we look through into Dave's car and on the passenger by the way, seat. By the way, what I was looking for, I found. Oh, here we go, here we go. Sorry, Tony. Sorry, oh, no. Tony. Hit Bookmark. the bricks. <laughs> Bookmark that idea. No, no, no. Keep going, keep going. This is uh, going to be good. But we look into the car and sitting on the passenger seat next Ooh. to Dave is the best-looking sandwich <laughs> I have ever seen. Right. Yeah. Is he one of these, these like, real housewives of Clifton Hill that has to have a seat dedicated to his sandwich instead yeah. of his but Louis Vuitton handbag? Yeah, it's uh, buckled uh, up uh, in case he going, gets a right. speed bump. Where is that sandwich from? And do you mind saying? Babcar. It's Babcar. Babcar on Brunswick Street. Street. Oh. Fitzroy. It is, but your partner knew. She knew straight away. We have that, been yeah. buying sandwiches ever yeah. since from there. And we always thank Dave O'Neill. So that would be number one on your list of things you've learnt from the streets of <laughs> on the streets of Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, second, uh, David Cameron, not the Prime Minister of England, right. the uh, actor and now director who played the underground mechanic in the first Mad oh, Max Mad films, Max. Okay. Okay. Yeah. who we'd yeah. worked, who actually directed the Degeneration Five in a Row wow. videos. Yeah. So I met him on uh, Main Street of. Uh, I was watching them the other day. Actually, <laughs> they are. Yeah. Are they offensive now? <laughs> I think people are dressed on. as the uh, as Todd Hunter. That might be offensive. Yeah, there's a fat suit involved. Oh, yeah, Todd yeah, from Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Todd and Mark Hunter, and I think uh, it's Santo <laughs> and Mick Malloy in fat I was, suits. I was, and I, trees are falling over. I was right. getting in a, a fight with a guy on Facebook. <laughs> About wearing masks, and I looked at his job because you know you, you go who the, is this guy a doctor or a virologist? Yeah, he right. listed his job as lead singer in a dragon cover band. <laughs> <laughs> How recent was this? <laughs> like a month ago. Yeah, right, right. How funny is that? A dragon cover band. And what were they called though? What was was oh, there a pun? That's a good question. Oh, I don't know. Actually, yeah. was it dragon like with a Y? 
Or, or, or dragon like like the dragon. dragging with the an apostrophe if it's like in the lead singer yeah. in a fat suit. April Sun, maybe they call that April Sun. April Sun, yeah, that's one exactly of their famous songs. Yeah, but no. So David Cameron from Mad Max, then Warwick Kappa going into a cafe in Baldwin, and what I to this day do not understand wearing a pair of gold hot pants like we used to dress him in in those sketches we did. (laughs) We're going, hang on, the only reason we had him wearing those is because of a joke we had done (laughs) on the radio because he was working on the Gold Coast. So we said, oh, you should be like one of the meter men. Yes, yes, yep. And you go, okay, so he's wearing those hot pants in a sketch in 2011. This is 2018. Yep. Yep. He's just going down to the shops Great. in those gold hot pants. Are you publishing your plans for where you're going to walk anywhere? Has someone done I've this to stay, you? I've got to stay yeah. one ahead of the stalkers. <laughs> yeah. but, and then the only other... So that's the three celebrities in 12 but this, years. But this is like you know the monkeys with the typewriters. If you put enough in a room, yes. you're going to write yeah. about Warwick Kappa at some stage. At 12, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you walk around Melbourne for 12 years, yeah. you, will eventually, you will eventually see Warwick Kappa. And then the other one that happened was Declan Fay. Uh, friend of this show, podcaster, uh, called me up and said, were you walking past my house today? Oh, right. So I didn't see him. Yeah. Yeah, Wow. That would have been a dream come true. Incredible. That's it. It's Um, three and a half big names in 12 years. I I, I have a slightly similar question. This this is more of a a test of how I think, I guess. I wasn't going to ask for celebrities. I was going to ask for the biggest crazy people you've seen. As you've, as I mean, I I do this. (laughs) Most of what I bring to the podcast is through me walking to Tommy's house. Yeah, me walking around town. The the amount of insane stuff I see and all people that approach me, all that sort of stuff. If I drove everywhere, I would have nothing to talk about. Crazy people. It's a cliche, but St Kilda is probably the most capital. Most people talking to themselves. Screaming! Anyone? Any? Any highlights of people coming up to you asking what you're doing? Anything like that? Oh no, because it's just two people walking up the street. It yeah, doesn't yeah. look. They we're not wearing a. At one point, I mentioned this on Nova, <laughs> and a guy from a petrol company called up because we were talking about how much petrol it takes to drive to where we haven't walked yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he goes. Well, what if we sponsored you? And I'm going, yeah, that's probably a good look. And it's the right time of uh, history to be wearing right. a petrol company yeah. logo. Yeah. yeah. But also, while you're not using yeah, the product, exactly. Because because if you're the thing is with you walking around Melbourne, you do look like someone that's working for Google Maps that's lost their license. Well, if you yes. put like a little camera on your head. <laughs> And instead of one of those cars driving around... He doesn't even have the camera, so he's lost his car licence and his camera (laughs) licence. Just going to memorise it. But people are always saying (laughs) to me, like like Dave Graney is always saying, you know, when are you going to get out of latte country? When are you going to walk walk Thomastown? And then, like, we've been doing... Uh, Clayton South recently, and I put well, up that's out of latte. Yeah, and I'm no. putting photos up, and then you get, it doesn't matter how far you go, you're not far enough out because someone's going, yeah, well, he won't be taking photos when he hits the hills. He won't be taking <laughs> photos in Dandenong. <laughs> it's like we're still we're still too inner city in latte right. in Clayton South, right, apparently. Right. Um, but it's definitely St Kilda. For I remember just a woman. Just walking, you know when like you know how people go deaf because a, a gun has been fired. Yes. I was walking up. Would have been Barclay Street in Sakilda, and a woman like right next to me suddenly screamed, "You'll do fucking anything for drugs, you cat!" <laughs> at the top of voice, and I and I looked around. She was just yelling at a building, just right, at the top right, story. Right, there right, there right. was a woman in Yarraville where I used to live in the Western Melbourne, and she, uh, she she the city of Yarraville got a 
a restraining order on her to remove her from the wow, shopping village. Wow, a whole village. city, yeah, a whole, the whole city. town, or whatever. The wow, got a rest- the cops told me this. Uh, I think her name was Lorraine, and she was an older, larger woman, and she used to stand at the post office going, "You fucking cunts, you fucking cunts," like no one in particular. So yes. I'm, I had little kids. She's like, she's like this, "You fucking cunts, you fucking." You're so lucky. You fucking cunts. <laughs> <laughs> well, but in mentioning Barclay Streets and Kilda, a friend of mine who lived in Narry Warren and was sort of coming into town to sort of experience the inner city. Mm. And he said he was visiting a friend on Barclay Street who lived on like the second floor and they were just on the balcony looking down and there was a guy walking up the street with a garbage bag and a crowbar just crowbarring open locked letterboxes oh, and just wow. putting whatever was in there oh. in the garbage bag. Just going from like oh, wow. a reverse Santa. <laughs> just filling his sack. Just hoping it's someone's birthday and that has been generous. Oh, wow. Welcome that, to St. Kilda. Um, so what I like about that is that so you're doing all that on foot. You're, yes. you're walking, you're not using a car, you're walking all around. Well, we're driving to the spot sure. where we and then where we Yeah. yeah. Sure. But you're also you you're renowned for not ever having a mobile phone. Yes, it feels like in lockdown, like a lot of people are going right wing or conspiracy theory. I think you've gone Amish, like you're <laughs> right. walking everywhere yeah. with no phone. Well, the problem is that because of the lockdown, we were confined to the five Ks. Yes, so we decided to walk all of our five Ks again, which took four and a half months, which right. was good. So right. that was fun. You, right. uh, yeah, you must have been spewing that you hadn't saved those closer to home ones. For, <laughs> yeah, near the end, it's like what Absolutely. a what a bummer. Well, we're at. Because we're, I'm trying to put, we're at Essendon in that direction. North, we're yeah. at Box Hill and uh, north. We're uh, doing everything between Albion and Moreland roads at no. the moment. Oh, you should, and that goes should, a long way. You should advertise that, you know, uh, <laughs> on Twitter and you know Tony Martin coming soon to Moreland. Well, and I, people do contact me on Twitter. Someone said, uh, "Were you walking up? Uh, were you walking up Mitchell Street in Brunswick last week?" And that was. Just south, or just yeah, just south of you were. Though, you I were. was yeah, yeah. right, and then um, we're at uh, Morty Alec in that direction, Box Hill in that what direction. You, what's what are, what's coming up that you're looking forward to? Oh, I'm weirdly, <laughs> weirdly looking forward to Dingley Village right. because I've been going on about it so much on Twitter and Lockie Hume keeps going, mate, they've lost their chicken shop. Apparently, like, it was uh, La something, it's like a French word, poultry. Right. La Ionica Poultry oh, yes. in Dingley Village was apparently the best chicken in right. Melbourne. So oh, Lockie Hume's wearing a, yep. a black armband for that. But <laughs> because I've gone on about it so much, people in Dingley are now saying, let us know when you're coming because yes. we're going to have a ticker tape parade. That's oh, awesome. that's great. But the problem right. is we've got to do it because we're currently doing everything between Boundary slash Clayton slash Stevenson's Road right. and Warrigal. So we've got to go. It's like a typewriter. We've the, got to go right. all the way to the end of that and then we start at the top <laughs> right. again. The strict adherence to the rules that you created. <laughs> yes. and, it's and insane. Been, I've that. had to stick to for like 12 years now. It's, it's just, so good. Yeah, yeah. The problem is with something like this, once you get this far in, you just, it has to go forever. Yeah, There's no continue. turning yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. do love the idea of you getting sponsored though. Like ASICs yeah. or something, like a good yeah, walking Nike. shoe. Oh, yeah, Nike. I, I like it more what Tony's saying about places being ready for you. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's not like you, instead of, like you know. Like when the Olympic torch comes through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or, or when they have like those secret review, reviewers in restaurants. It's like, no, no, let us know so we can give you a good meal. Yeah, right. So instead of you just doing sneaky reviews of Broadmeadows, 
Let them know you're coming. You know, oh, yeah. get the, yeah. mayor, the mayor to meet you and walk yeah. with you. Broadmeadows is so of, far away. Give them a bit of notice <laughs> yeah. to spruce up their street. Let Broadmeadows them look their is, best. is a yeah. I've done gigs out there. It's far away from where you live. Yeah, it's not. I mean, yes. I know you're about thirty six years away from it by the sounds of it. But if you, th- if you yeah, thought about what happens when you do the final street, oh. and, uh, is there a street that you're saving for the end? And and oh, what's yeah, what's that? a good ending? You're right. Are you going to Are you going to vote your favourite street? The are you problem gonna... is, I think Melbourne is literally expanding yeah. faster than we can get <laughs> to it. It's one of the biggest urban spreads in the world, yes. uh, Melbourne. Because you tell my brother lives in Switzerland. He tells his friends it would take two hours probably to drive from one end of Melbourne to the other. Yeah, if right. you don't go on the freeways. Who would not believe him? Because you've been in another country in Europe. <laughs> You're going to walk the and, freeway? And everyone's <laughs> been asking. Walk the, walk the freeway. I know, you know what? This is how you finish. This is how you Westgate. finish. Freeway. Westgate. Westgate. The Westgate. Yes. Westgate. Yes. Yes. There you go. Wow. Get to the middle. Jump just, off it because your life's work is done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we've that's the, the corner at the moment is under the Westgate on this side, on the yep. city side. Yeah. So that's our current corner. Oh. Right. Like Todd Road, that sort yeah, of industrial they're, area. They're building, they're building a new place, aren't they? A new suburb. Yeah. Under there. they are. Is this and is Man. this route that you've done and everything? Is this in hard copy somewhere? Like, is there a map in your oh, house? Yeah. That's well, I've got a, I've a got a Gregory's that's book? sort of penned in. God right. forbid if you split up with your partner, will I you know. take one half of the city and she takes the other half? <laughs> that, is, that, that is. There was one day. There was one day when she was sick. I did do one day on my own when she was sick, right. and it felt so weird. And yeah, right. and did, yeah. How did I think she I abandoned feel? her. Oh, she wasn't happy. Right. I just she, said, look, I've got to go for a walk today. And did I'm she done. go back and do it again? Yeah, we both did that yeah. again. Oh, we right. have been that good of a street, I swear. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, yeah. here's how I know. Why go out for a street when you've got a court at home, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we get home, I get onto Google Maps and just check that we didn't miss like a little street. Oh. And then we have been known to drive back the next day, just Finish walk that job. street yeah. right. and then drive do you, back. You don't do both sides of the street? Yeah, both sides. Oh, my God. That's the whole thing. Both sides. If, you ever get, if there's ever like some someone close to you goes missing or something, heaven forbid you're ever implicated in some way in a crime <laughs> yes. and they come into your house and there's just this map of yeah. the city with all these yeah. like strange markings. Yeah. What, where, are the bo- where are the bodies? Oh, how, come, how, come, how come COVID spread so easily in Melbourne? Um, Tony had it, and now every suburb has it. People were so keen on making sure I wasn't like straying outside. You've seen no crime because that's often in those suburbs. There's just you know. Like where my mum and dad, Mitch, there's not a lot of people home during the day. What I've noticed is because we usually do it in the morning, is that you can walk for an hour in a suburban street and see nobody, and it suddenly makes you go, "Oh, this is what." Because I used to, I remember I lived in a house years ago that got burgled three times in two years, and Uh, you go, "How is how did no?" (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to Greg, Uh, but you're going, "How is how did no one see someone walking with a TV up the street?" And now I understand. You see, like everyone's either at work or. Inside watching Carrie Ann. Uh, yeah. Do you well, ever get invited to something like an event in a in a place that you've never walked yet? And, and you go, turn up and you think, shall we knock it waste. off while we're here? <laughs> well, either, yeah, yes. knock it off or be like, if you don't have time, it's like, what a waste to come here and not be doing We've all done the that. We visited a friend in Yarraville and we went, while we're here. While we're here. <laughs> we just bowled <laughs> off, <laughs> off a few streets and crossed them off. Great, great. Well, speaking of Fleety, now you did tell me a great story about Fleety that I'd, I'd love to be... For you to tell these two and to be on well, record. Well, the, the reason I'm telling this, because I do love Greg, yes, but... We all love Fleety. We love Fleety. And I have been, I've known him since 1987. And in all that time, 
he, I'm the only person I know who he's never asked for money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yes. whenever people say, oh, Fleety, he wants It's a win. rite of passage in comedy to be That's fleeced right. by yeah. Fleety mm-hmm. at some fleeced time. Fleeced by Fleety. Yeah. <laughs> people, people always say, oh, you know, I mentioned Fleety, and they go, oh, don't give him 20 bucks. And I always say, I have to be honest and say, he's never once asked me for money. You've never pitched in once for his daughter's eighth birthday party, <laughs> unlike the rest of us <laughs> that have put in for multiple presents yeah. on I, multiple years. I we have, got a marquee for uh, one year. <laughs> I have been in a van with him where we're all going to a stand-up gig in Gippsland and we have to detour to, quote, the methadone clinic, oh. which is just a bloke's house. I've done, <laughs> okay. I've done that. And he's, yep. and he's in there for only 10 minutes. Okay, that's a very quick methadone treatment. Yeah. But here's what happened. Very so, quick thorough, those doctors. 31 yep. years Tony's I've known Fleety. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Knock a couple off. And so it's been 31 years. He's never asked me for money. And then in 2018, he and Sam Peterson did a show for the comedy festival. Mm-hmm. Shows a strong word. (laughs) Sammy P goes, can you come to a meeting and we're just going to run through some scripts and just see what you think. Just give us any notes you want to give us. So I go to this meeting. It's at lunchtime on a Sunday and Fleety's like, okay, this has to be over by one. Because I have to fly it's to a terrible Sydney. Terrible fleety, by the way. But I've anyway. got to, <laughs> mate, it's got to be over by one. <laughs> I've got to fly to Sydney because a bloke I went to school with is paying me to write a play about him. Yep. That's what he said. Yep. Sounds so, sensible. Yep. A couple of times he goes out, he's on the phone, comes back in, and he goes, "Okay, uh, yeah, got to be over by one." And so we're t- going through the scripts, and he sort of seems distracted, but he doesn't look at his phone right. at any time. And then it gets to one, and I go, Fleety, you're meant to be on. Aren't you meant to be on a plane? And he goes, No, no, it's been cancelled. <laughs> right. And I go, But it was on. But you have not. How did? It, how do you know it's been cancelled? Yeah. Because you have not looked at your phone once. But I thought I won't say anything. He's just psychically learnt yes. that the, yep. uh, the yep. trip has been cancelled. Yep. When you and, know, you know. You know intuition. Mm. And then Sammy P goes out of the room, and ju- and then it happens. It's not happened in 31 years. And he just casually goes, mate, can you loan me uh, 200 bucks? Whoa. And I so go. not even 20. In, no, but he's never asked. That's interesting. Never right. asked. And, right. and, and, and Inflation. Just, right. It was so disappointing. Yeah. I just went, oh, no, now I can never say it. Yeah. And I say. Bradman's out. 99.97 average. 31 Damn. years it's never happened. Wow. And I say, Fleety, what do you need 200 bucks for? And he goes, I need to get a cab to St Kilda. And I say, because it was true, Fleety, we're in St Kilda. (laughs) 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 And he goes, oh, fuck. (laughs) And that was it. There's no out of that, is there? There was no comeback. But it was so... And I don't think he realises what a crushing, disappointing moment that was. Now, I can't even think of where you would... Where he must have thought he was. What's two hundred dollars away from St Kilda? Right. <laughs> yeah, Aubrey. Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Is that Geelong or? Yeah, maybe Geelong. Yeah, yeah. it's a long way. Maybe away. he anyway. thought he maybe he nodded off and he thought he did get on that flight. Oh, maybe. You know. Yeah. He's at, he's at Avalon. Yeah. He needs to get the cab back <laughs> into the city. That makes but sense. Anyway, so I'm sorry to. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's a I, great I, story. I, yeah, it's, I just, it's great. It's great. We've all got. You know. We we don't shy away from telling Fleety's on, Fleety stories on the show. I'm having dinner with Greg Fleet tonight. Yes, <laughs> wow. assuming he yeah. turns up. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
Yeah. yeah who's just, paying you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. 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 To quote one of his famous jokes, what are you going to have? A heroin sandwich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In St Kilda? Is that where you meet? Be ready. You know, you know what it's like is. when you're just yeah. stabbing a prostitute in an alley? What's yeah. that one he used to do? Yeah. Then you, you can tell when he had nothing else to say, you always just revert to the... And you know when you're stabbing a prostitute? And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so in, in stand-up, you do have those ones where you go a bit blank and you oh, always got yes. to go to bits. Yes. Like Hughes, you'll just go... Oh, um, you're a really oh, great you're, crowd. Right. Don't never yeah. get that. Don't ever get that. But like that's a, that's funny because it's a pof- positive reaffirmation. Yeah. You're all right. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Good on you. But his one is... I stabbed a prostitute. Like, <laughs> that's your, That's the opposite of a go-to. That's what you need a go-to to get it out of. Boy, the time pro- hasn't been kind to that well, one, has yeah. it? Well, I did, a, I did a gig for principals or something, and the woman said, oh, we had a uh, comic last year, didn't go too well. He started talking about stabbing prostitutes. And I <laughs> There's no second guess in there. <laughs> right, right. right. I think I know who that was. It was plenty. The problem is with Greg is you'll mention some old bit, and he'll go, oh. How did that go? Yeah. Like, and you go, he hasn't written bits. anything down. Great bits. We've and it's like, do you remember, like, I'd forgotten this, Greg Fleet supported Peter Allen on his, <laughs> on his this is true, yeah. got hired as the support act for Peter Allen on his final shows in Australia, literally about three weeks before he died. Wow. And he got hired as the support act and fired after one night Great. by Peter Allen. Now, if that happened to any of us... We would probably do a comedy festival show oh, about yeah, it. Right. Sure. Get a whole show yes, about it. Absolutely. And I mentioned that to Greg Greg Fleet one day and he just goes, Oh fuck, I forgot that where was that when I was writing my book? <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> you go anyone else, that would be a whole chapter <laughs> right. in your book. He, he was also the person who drove Mark Marin to the airport when he got sacked from the last laugh. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so yeah. Mark Marin got sacked because he didn't go that well or whatever. Yeah, the last <laughs> life was a very suburban audience. Yeah, Mark right. Marin's out there, and he he was and also Marin got to the airport. Did couldn't buy anything because uh, couldn't buy a meal because he'd given his last twenty bucks. <laughs> <to> Please, <Florida, laughs> <so. laughs> but Mar- Marin then hung out with him in Edinburgh. They got wow. they, they were friends in Edinburgh before Mark Marin was famous, mm. and he's on. WTF, I think. There's an app with Fleety. Yeah. yeah, they did an app together when he when he Marin came out. Tony, can you do us a quick favor? Uh, when yes. you're having, if this dinner with Fleety does happen tonight, yes. something that is canon on this show, if and because we haven't seen <laughs> Fleety in a while, if you could ask us. What the progress of this narrowing sketch is? <laughs> yes, if we can, can you can you just let us know? Have you if we talked can get about that? Any, we've yeah, yeah. talked about it. <laughs> we've talked about it about a year and a half ago on this yeah. podcast. Oh and, and so anytime Fleety comes up on the show narrowing. or on the socials, like the listeners are always responding quick, with narrowing. So a, knowing a, that we're getting a direct link to just him a this quick evening. summation of it uh, about a year and a half ago, Fleety. Accidentally went live on Facebook. <laughs> so it's like a, when you set your phone off by your ass. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now there was there was footage that went up that I watched uh, where he was very low low uh, tech train spotting esque uh, footage of him in a dark room and you could hear him say what we thought initially was the word heroin, but he made a disclaimer the next day saying. That he, it was in fact a sketch for a product called Narrowin. Um <laughs> He yeah, he goes live. He's he's having a little snooze. Yeah, he's having a little snooze. You know, maybe yeah. he'd been doing a lot of walking like Tony. Maybe yeah, he's yeah. just very tired maybe. that day. Yeah. And he says that word. People get very. People are freaking out in the comments. A lot of people going, then the are next you okay? day, yep. he does like the public two camera like. <laughs> The craziest thing. I mean, people were very concerned, and I yeah. can understand why you'd be concerned. Yep. Um, but we were doing a sketch yes. that's about a fake product called Narrowing. Yes, and, <laughs> and, the, and the thing that and all very convincing stuff. And we've um, never seen the sketch though, have we? We haven't seen the sketch. No. It must the be some was, production. Yeah, the thing was that his admission uh, the next day, the sort of um, calming everyone's nerves. That of course, there was no heroin. It was a, it was a sketch called 
uh, narrow it, and that was sound, sounded even more convincing as he was saying it outside what was very clearly a meth lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few old tyres in the back, overgrown yeah. grass. No, that's like... a meth lab. <laughs> <laughs> and I was planning a nank robbery. <laughs> and an overdose. <laughs> So yeah, if we could get if we could get some kind yeah, of update yeah. on the progress of this, because it's been yeah, it eighteen months in the mail, probably might, closer to two years by you, now. Maybe this is a, a dinner. You might need to do a bit of script doctoring tonight. You, you might need to punch. Might up be a, a movie. Narrow yeah. in the movie. Yeah. So if you can, if you can somehow get this wow. moving forward, Tony, narrowing. Get your services to move this sketch forward. Yeah. A lot of people okay. out there are waiting for it. While we're dealing with unfinished business on this podcast, I have to ask, and this might need explaining to Dave as well. Mm-hmm. What happened? Happened with the woman from the Nikita. Yes. Uh, what was her name? Uh, the the Fem Nikita TV show. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The you actress who started following us and DMing us. Oh, really? Star of that, the Peter, TV. Peter Wilson. Peter Wilson. Oh, she's an Aussie. Yes. yes. Yeah. What happened? That was a couple of years ago, I think, on this on this podcast. Now, where uh, uh, we got hit up by Peter Wilson, La Fem Nikita. Uh, star of in the in the nineties, I believe it was, I guess, and it was like, can we, can I be on your podcast? And we're like, what the fuck? Where's this come from? Was it mm. not? Her? This is like Tony Pierin asking to be on this podcast <laughs> or something. Or like Melissa Tazort. Yeah, 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 exactly. So then we went down the rabbit hole, and went back and forth, and I got onto her directly, and she was had no idea what it was whatsoever. Oh, so okay. as far as I can understand, it was someone acting on her pretending. behalf or pretending. But it was like it was yeah, but it was the manager, but it was like saying that. It was her. Wasn't it something like it was her contacting you because she had a lingerie line or something? Yeah, she was what, Wicked Weasel or something. Yes, had some weird name right. like that, and she wanted to come on and promote that. And we were so, and we talked about it with Tony and Judith Lucy, yes, and we we're saying this could right. be interesting and funny to mm. get her on if she's into it. And then wasn't it like her cousin or someone like that hits us up? Someone who's related to her who actually listens yeah. was like she wouldn't have any idea what the show that's is. She right. would never have actually listened. That's right. And, yeah, yeah. We yeah. talked about someone that we related to her. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Like, she's a bit uh, she's a bit loony and bit would out not there. be... Yeah. yeah. And also, wanted to be, right. the whole request was, can I be on the show? It's like, do you, and I hit her up directly and was like, do you live in Australia? No. <laughs> okay, then <laughs> probably not then. No. <laughs> yeah. Us flying to LA to interview someone about their underwear line. Yeah. That yeah. would have been truly great. Wow. It, it was, look, it was very tempting because the way she was responding to me, I was like, you... Are a bit out of it, I reckon. So yeah, this, that would right. be an interesting talk about trying to get you back to planet Earth, and then when we get you back here, talking about lingerie mm. to two idiots that don't even know how how that works at all. So. Yeah, how the world can change in two years. The second to last time Tony was on, where we're talking to this star of the screen in Los Angeles and thinking about flying over to her house yeah. over there to have her on the show, and then cut to two years later, it's like. Can you ask Greg Fleet about his yeah. sketch Heroin. that he hasn't and, filmed? And also, tell us about the time you walked down the street in Williamstown. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Showing high. A much less optimistic world in 2020. Well, speaking of walking down the street, so this, and again, speaking of things we've talked about on the show before, uh, doing some um, follow-up business, there was a very popular story on, on the show, uh, what, I guess maybe, it was in lockdown. It was about the start of lockdown. I had a bit of an episode of... Um, Let's say having some problems with my bowels there oh, for a the while. Poo, the poo jogging. Yeah. yeah, yeah. there was a bit of that happening. So uh, one of the stories was that I was walking down uh, uh, Bridge Road, which is near my house, and there was no one around. I was caught short. I went to uh, – I needed a public toilet. There's nothing going on around there, uh, around that area. So I went to the McDonald's bathroom. I 
got in there. I they didn't have any toilet paper, oh. and I put this out as a as a sort of a hypothetical. What would you have done this situation? And everyone was like, "Duh, you you go to the toilet, then you're looking for toilet paper. You just use your socks or you use your undies." What? Now, well, look. To be fair, better I better result than what I came up with. I I didn't. <laughs> Uh, this, I mean, actually, now I think about it, this is a year ago. This wasn't in lockdown. This is a year ago. So I don't even have that excuse. Yeah. Um, what I did was I went through my wallet. I didn't have any. Oh, oh, no. Laminated video easy card? N- nearly. <laughs> Officeworks. So, oh, my God. I, Thick. Very yeah. dense oh. card. Yeah. I went with the Officeworks card. Not absorbent no, at all. No, not at all. No, so it's more, more of a, of a shovel. Yes, oh, my exactly. God. Exactly. Exactly. So that's... Now, you're right to react like that. quite small. Yeah, well, I don't know Business how... Business card size. I don't know how big you need a card for your <laughs> wiping, but anyway, it was fine for me. <laughs> Can you call it wiping? Yeah. It's more like yeah. scooping. Yeah. Right. Tra- tra- Swiping. Smearing. Swiping. Smearing. Yeah. Swiping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Redistributing yes. is what it is. So, yes, yeah, so... That we, we had quite a big talk about that about a year ago, and everyone was everyone got to be obsessed with the with the card and the, the idea yes. of like why you wouldn't go with your underwear. See, all of a sudden, underwear and socks are a pretty good idea. Yeah, I d- I'm thinking socks, yeah. obviously that are disposed of immediately. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. So um, I was like, okay, that very fair, great. Now, same position, same um, part of the street. This happened a week ago. I was. Uh, uh, not on foot this time. I was on the tram. I was on the 75 coming up. And I saw something that I thought, right right, in the same location, that something that I thought was a, an odd little hypothetical at the very least. Now, it was only me and one other person on the tram. Now, the other person, and this was about 9.30 at night, um, it was a person who ha- I presume was on their way home from work because they had their work clothes on the floor of the tram. Now, I don't know how that, that sort of works where you get on the tram, you go, finally, the day's over. You take off your high vis uniform, yep. and you just throw it on the floor wow. of the tram. So he's just got a t shirt and his pants on, or whatever. Got the rest of the the work wardrobe is on the floor yeah. of the tram. Not sure how that works, but anyway. Now the thing that caught my eye was he was eating his eating a meal nine thirty at night, but it was in the Tupperware container. Meaning, mm. in my head, he's gone and done a day's work, brought his lunch along, mm. not eaten it. Then he's eating it on the way home. Hmm. But he's eating it, what, say five minutes from home? Yeah. And decided to crack it open. And, and is it, it a the... hot meal? Has he heated it in the microwave at work I couldn't before see... he's got on the train? No steam. Well, well we, we weren't in a cartoon, so I couldn't see the vapours coming from above <laughs> the, the meal or anything like that. I didn't feel like I was I was I I should go over and taste test or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it wasn't like a pad thai. It wasn't something that... Should or be eaten it hot. Look, you know what? It looked like a curry. It looked like uh, some sort oh, of like oh, a, yeah, right. a messy thing. It wasn't oh. it wasn't a sandwich. It was something that, that was going to get everywhere. Like, I would have left the high vis on if I was him. But anyway. Yeah. Now, I, <laughs> I, I think that that's odd, that you don't eat it at work and instead you eat something. Save it for the tram. You save it for the tram, but mm. you've, you're five minutes away from home. I mean, just wait till you get home and eat yeah. there. Might have been hungry, really hungry. Did you see him get off? Do you know that he was five minutes away from home? Well, because maybe he has a very, very long commute. Okay. And he yeah. always brings dinner along with him. Diabetic. He also, lunch and dinner. maybe You're he was right. told he was going to meet at the pub and he was looking forward to his pub lunch. And then he's <laughs> like. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, was, like, it, was like, this meal in a Laurent bag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But was yeah. it a crowded. Because, I mean, just no. eating on public transport is. Brutal, yeah, especially when you're a curry. Someone yes. cracking a curry on a tram oh. is just yes. so unsettling. You're going to fill the. the yeah, yeah the no, smell totally. is going to. No, it was just me and him. Right. So I was sitting there watching because I was like. 
I, you know, anything that's slightly weird on a tram, I'm like, I'm going to check this out just in <laughs> yes. case something happens. Right. Yeah. Going to a second job maybe too. Who knows? Oh, like it's I said, it was like 9.30 at night or something like that. Yeah. So he's... Um, uh, anyway, so he finishes the meal as I'm, on the, as I'm on the tram. And then I'm sort of looking at him going, actually, that looked really, that looked really messy what he was eating. Mm. What was he... How was he eating that? Oh. And then I had a good look. Office work card? Have Here a look at go. that picture right there, guys. See if you can recognise the utensil there. Oh, that is an office works card. Oh, wow. He's oh, my a, God. He's eating a curry on bridge road opposite where I wiped my ass with a So office it, works it works at both ends. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What a good plug for it's office right. works. It's the, it's the, the Swiss yeah. army knife of, uh, <laughs> yeah, of food in That's a way. That's incredible. Yeah. They should start selling those as a utensil. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and the picture that I'm showing you guys, just appropriately, he's wearing a jumper that says champion. The best bit. As he's eating a curry with an office and, work And the stuff. mask around the chin. Yeah. And it's also a bad thing when you've got the white mask and you're eating any kind of food. That's yeah. worse than a food-stained yeah. COVID yeah. mask. He's a young guy. So, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? He's what? allowed you to take yeah. it. You're quite close to take that shot, by I, the looks. No, I've zoomed in pretty quickly. I've right. zoomed in pretty deep. But it was odd because I did stand absolutely opposite him with an empty tram. <laughs> made sure I was yeah, leering yeah, yeah. over him as he was eating a curry. No brand a... gets more disrespected than Champion. Yeah. Like yeah. you, never, you never see a person wearing it and think, yeah, yeah that's apt. Yeah. I reckon they've earned the right to have that on yeah. their chest. You don't see LeBron James wearing it, do you? Yeah. 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 It's okay, a bloke so eating a curry with an officer. I'm not on a tram. Yeah. So this is even... this. Did he... Now, did he take... Because your office works card, I can't remember the very end of the story, the one that you used in your incident. You mm. kept it, didn't you? No. What? Yeah, I think there was... Think that kept, may yeah. have been an element that of yeah. many that really oh. pulls yeah. off when we heard it. didn't it. go back in the wallet. Uh, if, how did no, you transport it? Yeah. If it still had money on it, it definitely. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it yeah, had you're more right. Than Thirty cents in it. Yeah. More than if it money had more on than it. like five wow. A4 yeah. black and whites on it, it went back. You're in right. The I think oh it had about God. twenty bucks on it. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. There like we scratch go. Scratch and smell. Disgusting. Try and scan it at the terminal office. It just blows up. This card stinks. See, that's the sort of thing you miss out by walking. Now, if you get on the PT, that's the sort of thing that you can you can see. Yeah. I know, I, the PT is a goldmine for yes, comedy. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. I, I lost my license for about three months and was PTing everywhere for it was speed cameras. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was you know, no, it was going. It was turning lights. They went through a. They went through an absolute frenzy of giving you a fine for being caught on a turning light. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And so I had like three of those in four weeks. So I was on public transport and I just was constantly writing down things. I remember hearing two kids on a tram going. Yeah, um, mum and dad have just spent a fortune putting insulin in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. there's, then I remember Too one many time, lollies for the roof. They've but, got diabetic. But also seeing the guy talking about his screenplay on the tram really loudly on oh, a mobile yeah. phone yeah. about yeah, yeah, how he's got yeah. some Hollywood script editor working on it. Yeah. Like, going, is that phone even on? Yeah. The one yeah. time I went on a Tiger flight, there was a guy in front of me and he kept turning around to the guy next to me and going, so, Gary, we've got to go through those figures when we land, and it's really important that you... I'm like, guys, we're on a tiger flight. Yeah, yeah. How fucking high-flying are you blokes? What sort of business are you running where you're going tiger? 
Yeah, I, I was on a Jetstar flight that turned around halfway to Sydney and oh, came back. Great and then story. you had to go to a counter yeah. to like... Get... And you didn't realise that the... I didn't realise. I had my headphones That's on and fantastic. I landed and thought oh, I was in Sydney. That's yeah, I told fantastic story. But you have to go to a counter to get put on a, a new flight. They tell you when you land, like, go here and you'll get told yeah. like when your new flight is. And there's this woman up the front of the line going off, trying to be like, it is... Very important that I get to Sydney as soon as possible. I have a big business meeting and it's like, you will fly in Jetstar. Yeah, like, exactly. You can't try and stunt on <laughs> yeah. us in the line and claim that you're any more important exactly. than the rest of us on this thing. Like, yeah. fly Quantity, you can't, like, throw the briefcase around. It's not going to get you anywhere. Now, I, I originally come from Maribyrnong, like, small town of Maribyrnong. You, you would have clocked Maribyrnong in about a week, I reckon. You could walk, <laughs> right. walk every street, right. you know, income and high, daily. You've only got about five left and you're done. Right. Um, so I'm from a relatively small town now. My wife is a very much a city dweller. She's a she. She once said to me very honestly, she wouldn't have gone out with me if I'd have. I moved from Williamstown to Abbotsford just before we started going out. She said, if you had to still live there, I wouldn't have gone out with you. Really? That's how snobby she is with like this. Yeah, because the other side mm. of the river. She's very eastern suburbs, isn't she? Yes, very much so. Williamstown's she, quite fancy. Well, these yeah, days, just yeah. distance-wise, it's like right. not for her. She doesn't understand that side of the city. You know, okay. doesn't doesn't not for her. Doesn't Never been to, to the Titanic Theatre restaurant. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that still going? Because I saw. Oh, Big debate on an article for, on Time Out on I'm Facebook sure. on Time Out magazine where they said they were coming back and everyone was like, "You idiots! It's closed. They're going to do something else with it." It was this huge debate about whether it was coming back or not. Because yeah, if, if Titanic's gone, that I think leaves Witches and Bridges yeah, as the last man standing. But I was yeah. reading today. There's one at the old Melbourne jail that started last year. That's that started really? up again soon. We get to eat in the jail and there's like a, that's a scary burlesque po- show about getting oh. the electric chair. Oh, great. Yeah, they're treating it like a micro... That's the great. waiters come but, out with your yeah. cutlery and pretend to stab you yeah. first. <laughs> no, yeah, right. they, they bring out the food, it's cold, then they wheel out the electric chair and they heat the food in the oh, electric chair. Oh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pig, yeah, on a spit, pig on a noose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On a noose. <laughs> Just wash your hands afterwards, go into the, so- into the shower and drop the soap. Right, and, uh, right. Yeah. yeah, it's your first day in here. Now, here's the entree. Bangers and mash. Well, there did used to be Alcatraz Theatre Restaurant. There did. Yes. And there was the Dungeon Theatre Restaurant. And what about the Looney Bin? <laughs> the Looney Bin? <laughs> did you ever work for any of these No, but restaurants? Adam Palmer worked on the Looney Bin. But I comic. do remember that Alcatraz and the Dungeon sued each other because they both had the same catchphrase, come and get locked in for the night. Oh, <laughs> <And there> was, <laughs> not even that good. <laughs> you go, truly the best ever court case to sit in. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could so, come up, they've both got one that's not particularly snappy. No. Like... No. I mean, surely we can come up with a better one right now than than something that both of them are shared. Yeah. What was it, Alcatraz and, and what? Alcatraz and the Dungeon. The Dungeon. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is in the escape. days when there was, you know, yeah, something like escaping, you know, like escaping. Yeah, there. you'll. No, I did a gig at Dracula's once. We did it for radio. We did a gig there. It was yeah, a great right. setup, like a great. They were all sitting in great, it was like a Shakespearean theatre kind of thing. Yeah, it, it is fantastic very funny setup. how Melbourne at one point had three theatre restaurants. Witches and Britches, Draculas, and Hunchbacks. Mm. Two of them... It's funny how, like, they keep closing down, and there seems to basically be no demand for new ones to pop up to no, replace it. You know, nah. it's like people are just happy. If they if that last one closed down, no one would be like, Melbourne's theatre restaurant <laughs> industry has been decimated. We need the theatre restaurants to come back. You're sentenced to deliciousness. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. But you yeah. know what? There's no, there's not much restaurant in the theatre restaurant. There's not much theatre either. Right. So the name is not 
the food was always bad. Yeah. And we hung around and watched a bit of Dracula's and it was terrible. They should have it as not, like a... It's not terrible enough. That's my problem with theatre restaurants. Because yeah. I, I went to one and you want it to be really bad or really good and it's neither. So there's a bit of like disappointment coming out of there. Mm. Like you, yeah. want, you want a story, not just like... You want the like, food to be great and the, and the show to be terrible. I, well, I want a three or a ten. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want a yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing right. to talk about you're with right. a six out of a ten. Someone should open one no. that's... You know how there's that... The William Anglis, the school, the, like the cooking school, yeah. and they have the restaurant where it's like a little cheaper because it's still people that people are People training, yeah. Someone yeah. should open yeah, a theatre yeah. restaurant that's like drama students and apprentice chefs. Right, and they're both oh, learning in the same idea. thing. So you go in, it's like you get a show that's maybe going to be a bit shit because yep. there's some people that should have dropped out of drama school, and you, you know, <laughs> yeah. get like a, give them a, you know, one of the not as popular sort of a theme. So you don't get Dracula's, you don't get um, well, it was always or you uh, get um, goblins, so, yes, or yes. Right. Frankenstein's, or, no, no, like uh, Roman uh, scandals. That was a big one, sort of togas, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nero's fiddle in Fern Tree Gully, I think, was one. Oh, yeah, but instead yeah. of something good, you, you need something not as good. You need the Dark Age. Or you need um, <laughs> something that the doesn't bubonic play yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. era, yeah, <clears throat> the forties, or um, yeah, something because there was Vietnam in... War. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could have it because there was one Vietnam in... War theater restaurant that would be great. But the thing is, that would because the food would be great. But that's the yeah. funny thing is that no one with the theme of these theater restaurants, no, no one's ever linking it to food. You know, it's yes. like Hunchbacks, yeah. which is in British Dracula's. Like yeah. no one's ever thinking like Vietnam War would yeah. be great. That'd yeah. be a food. great show. Culturally insensitive, very yeah. funny, yeah. but delicious food. Let's do an Italian yes. mafia one. Yes. Yes. A Sopranos theatre restaurant. Yeah. Do a place up like the Bada Bing, you know, yes. you're getting like Gabagool and shit. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. Can you make Nick Giannopoulos do a show there? Yeah. Yes. You know? yeah. Yes. You get yeah. taken to the tar pits at yeah. the end of the night. <laughs> what about uh, Terry Gill, who I think may have passed away a couple of years ago? The Flying Doctor's own. Australian actor. Was Top in Bluey. Uh, he ran one in uh, High Street Malvern called oh. Shufti's Tivoli. I went. I did a gig there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, home of Fifty Six O'Clock Rock. Yeah. Yes, was it there. was like a fifties theme. Yeah. That was, but then I he grew up had, like a block away from there, and I always used to walk past with my mum and be fascinated by it and be like, "What the fuck is this place?" <laughs> yeah. And it was in uh, the same building as a um, uh, Undertaker's. Yes, there was yes. like Tobin Brothers, yeah. and and somehow Shufti's Tivoli was more grim in the frontage. But very, then, very quickly, my girlfriend used to uh, when she was still my girlfriend, we used to walk past a place that was called the Undertakers, the the bar, mm. and she'd be like, "Remember when we went on a date there?" And I'd have to always say, "We never went on a date there." <laughs> Cheers for that. <laughs> another guy, like another guy. Town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> learning so much. But no, Terry Gill had one in. Do you know where that cinema? Is the Lido and yeah, so the yeah, little yeah. mall Glenferry uh, Road Glenferry Hawthorne, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Yep. and it was a double theater. It was a restaurant called the Bull and Bush slash the Naughty Nineties. Oh yeah! So they had two themes. <laughs> yes. It could either be Ned Kelly sort of you know dampers, yeah, or Naughty Nineties sort of can can dancing. Okay. And the idea was you would phone up and you would select which one you wanted, and whichever they got the most bookings for, that wow. was the one they that went with. Rules. Oh, so that wow. was like a, a double so <laughs> sort of choose your own adventure. <laughs> I, was gonna, I thought restaurant. you meant Naughty Nineties, as in the nineties that have just brunch Nirvana. Naughty Nineties. You guys doing Pearl Jam covers? Yeah, yeah. Kurt Cobain comes <laughs> yeah. out with his boobs out. Like, 
<laughs> people with really big mobile phones. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. That's Corny, a pretty good one. That's a pretty good theater. A nineties the theme would be yeah. great. Good somebody, music. Yeah. Good music. Somebody yeah. dressed as the dwarf from Twin Peaks, talking, yeah. <laughs> talking backwards. Yes, absolutely. That would be great. Man, and us, and some of us who started the nineties could do our acts there. Exactly. Uh, yes. You know when I did a gig at some a festival, lot of, a lot of comedians in Melbourne could, would only have to slightly alter their acts. <laughs> well, nineties theme. I had a great moment when I got to do a cameo in the Auntie Donna Glen Ridge yes. High, and they wanted Video, me yeah. to play myself in the nineties. Right, and it was pretty oh, much. Wow. And, and they said, "Can you bring in? We want you to bring in stand up that no longer makes sense." Yeah. Okay. So it was. I think I did a bit about the Millennium Buck. Right. Oh, fantastic. Right. That was great. Right. great. Yeah. Man, I oh, love God. that theatre restaurant. Not knowing the theme until the curtain comes yeah. up, and it's not the one you voted for. Yeah. Just turning on your fellow diners, like you voted for fucking Ned Kelly, and also they're just doing whatever they want. They're not, you know, they're not publishing the results of the votes. No, that's right. <laughs> this theatre restaurant right. was stolen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, I reckon one of those things they would never have done it. They just say, "Oh, you've got the option." Right? Yeah, never done the yeah. I reckon one. you're right. right, well, right. Well, the costumes that they had is what yeah. they're going. With, they're not. Sure. They're not panicking. They're not like it's not getting to six fifty nine and going. There's only a couple of votes in it. No one get dressed yes. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll flip a coin to decide it. Yeah. At, no way. At no way. Six fifty nine p.m. No way. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I started talking about my my, my wife and Williamstown. Williamstown. Well, that's what Williamstown. So she. Um, very city girl, very much like that. I, I've said uh, very uh, not very long ago on the show, she genuinely thought at one stage that uh, uh, Sovereign Hill was just Ballarat. <laughs> That's everything outside of Melbourne. Might, might, as, well be, might no. as well be a third world country. Ballarat is Cryle Castle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Another great th- almost theatre restaurant. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> So very, very, you know, my love for Thailand, she's not a fan of it because it's a third world country. She's like, right. why don't we just go to Italy? You know, I, I want to go to LA and Italy and all this nice stuff. She hates the idea of going back to Thailand again, all that sort of stuff. So she's very snobby. And, you know, of, of course, that, that raises the, the very obvious question. Why has she settled for me? Yes. If she's yeah. that snobby right. and she's yes. that highfalutin. But anyway, we, we, we haven't solved that mystery. Anyway, what she... Um, also doesn't can't get her head around is the fact that like I, I grew up in the country whatever so when it rains I'm very happy I'm very much like she's like oh rain this is shit shit weather and I go you've got to be happy for the rain without rain there's no life you know oh. that, and, and she's like oh farm boy you know oh you yeah. love that you know so whenever there's a storm she will literally say to me I bet you're happy. Have you got a heart on now or what? Like, you you love the rain, you know. <laughs> Took a turn. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's all happening out in the country. Yeah, I'm a bit of a classic yeah. farm boy. I get a big heart on yeah. it. I come immediately as soon as I hear the sound of rain. Yeah, the yeah. drought's broken. Yeah. Liquid comes down, liquid goes back up again. It's a circle of life. Really? But yeah. what was she like? Do you, do you remember a few years ago when you drive down Punt Road and there was that that number that said how low the reservoirs yeah, were in yeah. Melbourne and it got down to like 19%. I know. I hated that. She didn't care at all. <laughs> She's like, there's plenty of water at Woolworths. We can go and get more there. Yeah, turn that... on the tap, the water comes out. Yeah, 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 exactly. We'll use another reservoir. We don't need that empty one. Yep. So um, she, yeah, doesn't have a great understanding of that. But then I'm the other way where... I'm like I'm from the farm, you know. I grew up on the farm. I, I, you know, I've got appreciation for Mother Nature and the and the water and everything. And she's like, y- you know, sh- 
you moved to the farm when you were 14 years old. You're not a farm boy. Like, yeah. I, I literally, fair enough, I literally lived in a court. But that's exactly the same time when you're getting boners. For oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the link. It's the link. Yeah, yeah. That's fair, yeah. Like Harry Potter, you yeah. know, finding something magical or whatever yes. it was. Yeah, the two things. Yeah. The two things. I saw a picture of Samantha Vox and there was a heavy storm yeah, one night yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. the drought broke. I never got the two apart yeah. in my own mind. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the other night I went out for um, a drink in the park with uh, friends of the show, uh, Brett Blake and Nick Capper, and it was quite a very balmy night, very, very hot night. And uh, one of those nights where I'm always like, I can't wait till the weather changes. I can't wait till we get a bit yeah. of rain or some sort, some sort of change in the weather and we get back to like 19 degrees rather than 34 degrees or something. So we're sitting there and at night and all of a sudden I get the, I get the, the, the feeling because all of a sudden a few drops start to come Ooh. down. I'm like, here we go, boys. You, the well, drought's yeah, broken. Before that, you started getting a bit of a semi. Yes. Like, I reckon I, I reckon felt it in my bones. In, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so... Couple of jobs come down. I go. The veins going off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The barometer is at full pressure. Um, So, I I literally go. All right, boys. Here we go. This is it. And then nothing. And I'm like, that's weird. Mm. And then cocktails. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's just (laughs) (laughs) bit of pre cum, as it were. Yeah. (laughs) So. Boy, there's more meat on this bone than I thought there'd be. Honestly, more meat on this boner. <laughs> so I, I wait another ten seconds. There's nothing, and I'm like, it, you know, I'd already said it's going to rain, everyone, boys. Boys, it's going to rain. Then they go. You hear a noise. They go. No, you know what's just happened? A possum just pissed oh, on you. Oh, no. fuck yeah! I've made the big farm boy call. The yeah. possums just yeah. out of everyone just put it straight onto me. Yeah. I've come home. My my wife has got a very keen sense of smell. Like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, oh, I thought it was going to rain and then some possums. Golden shower. On yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's like... She, Shell the possum. I, if I, if I, she's, she's as snobby with her nose as she is with every, culturally. Like mm. if I come in for a run, she goes, you stink. I'm like, I've literally... I'm in my running outfit. What do you think? Yeah. What, yeah. what do you think was going to happen? Yeah. So anyway, um, she, she keeps reminding me of that for the next couple of days. I'm, we're out in the balcony two days later. Yep. And she's like, oh, what's that noise? And there's a, lot, a heap of screeching or whatever. And I go, oh, that's that's just some wildlife up in the uh, up in the trees. And she goes, ah, the possums. You know what that is? They want their toilet back. Carl, Carl, <laughs> yeah. come back. Yeah, they've marked you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this is quite like, funny. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I thought, you know what? It's worth putting on. I, for years, I used to, you know, I, I said the other week, you know, she thought Sovereign Hill was Ballarat, and she wasn't very happy with that. No. So now I thought, well, you know what? I'll make it one all. I'll put the time when she absolutely burnt me, and I had no yeah. return. You're like when the cat in the Peppy Le Pew cartoons accidentally gets a bit of white paint on it. Yes, and then Peppy Le Pew wants to fuck it. You've yes. accidentally been pissed on by a possum. Yes, and now they're all like, "Fuck it, hell, that looks all right, yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. here, sweetheart." Yeah. But what did she have to say about the off the office works car? <laughs> oh. How did that go? <laughs> Some things are safe for the pot and not for at yeah, home. That's, so, that's, that's yeah. not very eastern suburbs. No, does she listen to this? No, no. no but her friends do. Her friends, right? Yeah. Every now and then, I'll I'll come home and she'll she'll look at me very sternly. I'll be like, one oh, of her friends yeah. has told her what's happened. Nothing worse yeah. when your partner's told. Yes, happens yeah. to me. It's some of the parents of school tell yes. my partner what I've said about her on the radio right, or somewhere. Right. It's like, oh. 
If there's a, if I find a particularly good like picture for social media that re- that refers to like the Office Works card story or something like that, I'll have to put in one of our private groups instead of on the main feed ah, because then she'll yeah. see the main feed and go, "What's this in reference to? What's this say where you shit your pants and then you, <laughs> you got an Office Works card and stuck it up your ass and what's that all about? <laughs> Are there any fluids left that you haven't just been absolutely covered in at some point? What animals are left? What species haven't defecated or pissed Hey, we're out of lockdown. It's only going to get worse from here. exactly. Now that you can go for walks without masks on, mm, that mouth, yummy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we better wrap it up for another week on the Little Dum Dum Club. Uh, Tony Martin, Dave O'Neill, thank you so much for joining us. And, And hello to Carl's wife's Friends. Friends. No. Your dobbers. Yeah. Keep it down, all right? Yeah. We don't, there are some things you can enjoy without having to tell your friends about it. If yeah. she wanted to listen, she would listen. Well, she's like, I've met her. She's a lovely person. Yeah. Yeah. What happens in the Dumb Dumb Club? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, we're just like Vegas, very corrupt and nothing good, and there's plenty of bodies in the desert. Yep, yeah. Uh, Tony, people can check out the Sizzletown podcast. Yes, that's do. there. And I've got an audio book of Lolly Scramble, which is only at iTunes at the moment. Which took you how long to... Re- Seven months! I heard that on the radio. Yeah, yeah. because uh, a lot of noise in the neighbourhood, child learning to play the tuba next door. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, if you listen closely in the right channel, there is a bit of tuba. Uh, oh, wow. Have you done book. this recently because when you put the book out, it, it wasn't a... Because th- now you automatically just have to do one, thing. Well, in the old days, you had to be selected. You right. had to, uh, they would do CDs because they had to make it. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't right. just downloadable. Yeah. And I remember with Lolly Scramble, they didn't do one. So I called up the company Mooney Ponds that had a monopoly mm-hmm. on talking books. Like if they didn't do it, there was no other way of it. There was no MP3s. This is 2005. And I call them up and, and I say, why haven't you done one of Lolly Scramble? And they go, well, sorry, but you have to have sold... 10,000 copies before we will do it and I said my book has sold 10,700 copies and they went right send it in and I sent it in and then they called me back two weeks later and said no we don't want to do it oh (laughs) so 15 years later great it's gone to number two on iTunes couldn't get to number one thanks to Matthew McConaughey (laughs) but it got to number two so fuck you Belinda Books of Moody Ponds you might want to beat their name oh right (laughs) alright 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 check out Tony Martin's Lolly Scramble I've read it it's a fantastic book very nice I got asked very bad the other day yeah Uh, yeah, so check those two. All right, all right, all right. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> uh, Dave O'Neill, you've got Somehow Related, your podcast. Yeah, with Glenn Robbins, yeah. yeah. And the debrief, yeah, which is still going. Also you've all been great. on it. Yeah, and uh, the junkies were having a break as Kitty's filming a TV show. Ah, uh, yes. So, yeah, but we'll be back. I got, I got told about that because I was doing a, uh, talking a lot about strawberry paddle pops on, on Instagram. She loves them. Yeah, and, she loves uh, them. Everyone yeah. was referring me to her. So then it ended up with me going, okay, and just texted Kitty going, I heard you like strawberry paddle milkshake, pops. And milkshake. She, yeah, milkshake paddle pops. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, why did I start this line of conversation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a big rap for them. She's yeah. a big rap for them. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thanks very much for listening. And we'll see you next time. See you, Pops. See, see you, guys. And they've done it again. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. The boys up top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes, um, you know, there's a reason. Why they're at the start of the show. And um The Support Act. Yeah. For the much better show. Yeah. Yeah, look. Uh, they, they did good. Yeah. They, they, they did good again, if you could say that. Yeah, I think so. Mm. 
Mm. Is there a shorter way of saying they did good? Mm, they did good once more. Mm. Mm. No, again, I'm fine with. Yeah. It's all the other stuff that I have take umbrage I would, with. I would say this. They have uh, kicked a big one, Bernie. Okay. Yeah. Right. I would say that. I'll go right. that far to say right. that much. Yeah. All right. It's just, I've just been taken with the fact that I've just realised you've got double corduroy on. I didn't realise yeah. that before. Have you mm. just changed into that or not? No. Did you have that the whole time? Yes. A lot of corduroy. The entire day. And it, in fact, you're sitting further away from me now than you were for the episode. There were other guests to look at, I think. I yeah, think maybe okay. That was it. All right. What was, um, we, we seldom do this on the pod. What was uh, Tony wearing? Let's do a, I actually let's do a fashion recap of yeah. what the guests were wearing. Like one of those puzzles where yeah. it's like, <laughs> now quickly, what was in the room? What yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, okay. He w- I know because he had a joke t shirt on, which yep. I did notice. I just th- I sort of thought, Oh, you're a bit better than that, aren't you, Tony? But T-shirt yeah. that says "I love, I heart Reservoir." Yes, the suburb, which is look, I would say not one of the more memorable suburbs of Melbourne. No, but uh, hey, that's the joke. Yeah, that's why it's a joke T-shirt. That is, it is a funny joke T-shirt. I mean, I just wish that Josh Sherl had been on this episode because that's where he lives. Yeah, to be sitting opposite someone going, "Ha ha!" Imagine I- loving where you live. <laughs> Fuckhead. <laughs> Imagine the kind of simple mind that enjoys that. <laughs> Surprised I didn't get a comment from uh, Dave O'Neill. I know. When, uh, when Tony turned up, I thought we were going to get the nightclub, the, yeah, uh, school, the school, the private school, should've. the public school. We should have been better. We should have made a link between the two just um, before. We should have done that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but, you know, I'd like to think that they, uh, you know, they could handle that on their own. Hey, they've been doing this longer than we have. Mm. What about Dave? What was he wearing? He was wearing. Um, I I didn't notice what he was wearing as much as I noticed that he had. He was pretty keen on wearing the sunglasses today. That's mm. the thing that 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 popped into my head. Bit glary out there. Yeah, he was doing a bit of um, cool sunglass wear. Yep. Today, you know what? I just took a picture of all. I know. Go back and have a look. <laughs> I was wondering how long it was going to take you to work that out. On, Dave was right. wearing, I believe, a blue shirt. Yes, a blue button shirt. Also, one oh, of the staples I'm, of the Dave O'Neill wardrobe. Now that I'm looking at this picture, I noticed that you were wearing double corduroy as mm, well. Yeah, I don't know if I brought that up. But yep, corduroy hat and corduroy shirt. Yep, do you call that a shirt? An overshirt, yeah. Overshirt, right, yeah. Right, Couldn't really thing. wear it by itself. Would look a bit weird with nothing underneath. Absolutely, it's that kind of boxy, boxy cut. Big buttons. Very warm. Halfway between a uh, coat and a shirt. Pretty warm for a thick carduroy today, I would have thought. Carduroy. Um, yeah. Is it? Isn't I didn't it? feel like it was that warm out there. Okay. Right. I'm getting warm too quickly these days, maybe. I don't know. What do you mean? Well, I feel like I've, I'm going outside. Your tolerance for being hot is at a lower degree than it used to be. Maybe, or... I keep seeing, like, oh, it's going to be 22 today. And I go, 22 is not that hot. And I go out there and it's fucking hot. I don't know what that's. Okay. I think the sun's stronger. Okay. It's very glary out there. And, and the sun is stronger. The sun's stronger. That's what they say. I don't know if, I don't know if that. <laughs> what if it, that's with you, like, didn't believe in climate change. Mm. Still, I started going outside and realized I was wearing shorts when I didn't need to. And yeah. that's what won me over. Yeah. Till I went outside and went, it's too hot for corduroy today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things have changed. Things have changed. Uh, yep. Um, yeah, just just like you say, always say, do your own research, and I've done it. Yep. And that's it. Climate You're, change that, is so real. Your re- so your own research is just you setting foot outside. <laughs> <laughs> Regular scientist I'm over not, here. Opening the door. <laughs> Big day in the lab. I'm not I'm not worrying about the Weather Channel anymore. No. Nah. I, I don't believe what they're saying. No. Nah. Now I've gone, finally gone outside. Yep. 
I know the real truth about the weather. Yep. 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 Um, I feel like I'm just constantly getting fucked over by the weather app in Melbourne at the moment. Really? I mean, you mentioned. What are trying to say? Yeah, you mentioned the other uh, at the end of the episode about uh, being out at a park and getting a bit of rain on. Mm. I mean that that happened to me on I think Saturday, Mm. sitting around at the park. All of a sudden, a bit of drizzle comes through. Mm. Now this wasn't this wasn't what I was led to believe was going to happen today. Right? The fuck's this bullshit? Mm. The Apple Weather app notoriously bad. The built-in one. I think I need to start. Uh, I think I need to get a third party in. Get a separate. Get a new weather app. You know my my least favorite thing in terms of getting caught by weather, and I'm usually pretty good with this, which is which means this is why I'm so frustrated when I do get caught is mm-hmm. going out, and it's colder than I thought it was going to be. I'm always I'm always prepared with an extra you know, maybe a, a light jacket or a heavy yep. jacket. Yep. Went out the other day without any insurance, just a t-shirt. Yep. Oh my god. Just a new experience for me. Could not handle it. Really? Yeah. I've always got the insurance there. And to get caught out and it ends up being, you know, 14 or something. Yep. Just with a t-shirt on. And just no other gear. But if you had to pick. Stuck, you're in, saying, stuck in first gear with no chance of yeah, getting out Yeah, yeah. But you're saying that. What would you prefer? Because I know that you hate the heat. Mm. So would you rather be, yeah, caught out like that? Too cold? Or be walking around where it's too hot? Would you rather be in the cold in a t-shirt and let's say shorts? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather be, yeah, it's like a sweltering Yeah, but day. don't you, you don't get caught walking in the heat with a jacket on going, oh, well, this is stuck on me. But I mean, would you, you're out, would you rather spend the whole day being too cold or be just walking around in the blistering heat? You're still in the same outfit, let's say, but it's, you know, hmm. overly hot. I'm trying to make sure this is a realistic hypothetical because I'm trying, well, you know what, to be honest, okay, well, what about this? I do very much hate being caught out in the heat with jeans on. Yeah, that's it does drive brutal. me fucking it is pretty brutal. crazy. Yeah, if you're like in the city, like walking around, you get a lot of errands to run, and yeah. you're like, you realize it's so long until you can get home and yeah. change out, and you're like halfway through, mm. you've still got a few more places to walk to. Yeah, that is pretty awful. That will absolutely ruin my day. Yeah, caught in the heat with jeans on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Walking around in Thailand with jeans on, I couldn't imagine that. Like going, all the times I've gone to Thailand and then. You you know it's going to be cold on the plane. Flying somewhere in flying into a different climate, mm. but that's why if you, you bring a little pair of shorts on the in your carry on, duck into the dunny, get yeah. changed right before landing. Fuck me, that feels like a I, tier one operator move. Yes, I do a bit of that, but at the airport. Okay, yeah, I might do even a bit of that. Um, you feel like a secret agent. Yeah, going in to have a bit of a costume change. You know what I'm a big fan of actually mm. doing that at Changi Airport. Fly into Singapore. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the change over there. Mm-hmm. You've got a little flight ahead of you. You're already in the shorts there. Yep. Easy. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, the planes. Also, Changi Airport, a bit warm as well. So. The planes always so cold. They yes. they really need to like split the difference. It should be halfway between the climate of where you're leaving from and where you're going. Just to kind of, you know, gently ease you into it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, anyway, the, just the dream. Just the dream of having that as a conundrum. At some stage, mm. getting to Changi Airport and changing clothes—what a dream! Yep. Um, but I think, yeah. Look, look. To be fair, yes, I'd rather be cold than hot. Okay, interesting. Mm. That's interesting. my, that's my choice of hell. Yeah. If I get to choose it, I'd rather be hot. Really? Yeah, I love it. So this is the thing that drives me crazy about. Don't say a name. My wife, where she's—I'm always like, I'd rather be cold, mm-hmm. and she's like, I, I want it to be hot all the time. I'm like, cool, let's go to Thailand. No. Yep. Why? This this is what you want. No. 
But maybe she's looking out for you. She's like, well, you hate it. I don't want you to be unhappy. I, uh, there hasn't been a lot of thinking that way, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> maybe subconsciously that's what's going maybe. on. She just wants what's best for you. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. She's. I'm always like, it's exactly what you want. And it is a strange argument, though, when you're like, I like when it gets cold. And then next minute, we have to escape winter. Yeah. We have to head to another climate now. Yes. I've got a weird, I've got a weird thought about weather where when it's hot here in Melbourne, mm. I hate it. Yeah. But when it's hot over there, mm. I love it. Because I'm like, for some reason, I don't know why, I think hot weather is for there and hot weather is not for here. It is not appropriate here. It's in the wrong place. Keep we that are, away from yeah, here. We are in this city. We are kind of, apart from, you know, I love hitting like a nice beer garden at a pub on a hot day. Mm. Or maybe someone's balcony. Mm. Taking a long drive to one of the nice beaches in Victoria. But mm. that's not immediately accessible. But yeah. yeah, this city isn't really built for heat. Yes. Maybe that's it. Mm. Maybe, maybe that's... There's not many options available to us on a super hot day. If you're in Perth and it's like a 40 degree day, you've got a beautiful beach. Yeah. 15 minutes out of the city. Mm. Here you've got to like, you've got to drive a fair way out unless you want to go to St Kilda and step on a syringe and mm. get hassled for 20 bucks. All in the same place. All in the same place, yeah. In the same... <laughs> at dinner tonight. In the same... <laughs> Boy, I hope we get an update on that dinner. Uh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. As Tony walked out the door, um, he, I heard him just go... Gee, I hope he turns up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you reckon? I bet he doesn't turn up. I if I if I know Fleety, what you need to do, all of my business with him over the years has mm-hmm. has, has always been, he will not turn up unless you remind him that there's a right. thing to do. Yep. So if Tony doesn't remind him mm-hmm. today, and the tough thing with Tony is he doesn't have a mobile. Yes. So unless he gets home from here. Gets on the landline, mm-hmm. rings Fleety. At a payphone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Yep. A very low chance yep. of any of this happening. Unless, yep. unless he can get an express post letter to Fleety this mm-hmm. afternoon. I don't like his chances. I don't know. I don't know. He's, I always forget that Tony doesn't uh, have a mobile because he's on Twitter a lot. Yeah. And so you just assume this is a guy who's like, you know, he's firing off some tweets when he's on the tram or whatever. Mm. The fact that you know it's just him... At the desk, yeah. At the workstation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on a on a solid st- on a on the laptop. Yeah. That I- in the home office just firing off the laptop, tweets. Just the old the ho- the big old IBM four eight six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those Macs with like the cl- coloured clear shell like mm. back. Yeah. That he's just sitting down for a couple of hours and firing off tweets on that thing. Yeah. Makes his output so much funnier. I like the idea that he's using the old Mac clam design. Remember that one, the clam laptop one, the coloured clam. Look like oh, an the, oyster. One of the first shell. laptops that they produced, right? Yeah, yeah and they were yeah. all like the pastel. It was like the clear orange and the just clear. after the iMac, where they were all yeah, coloured. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't bring it? them back. I reckon in the next five years they're going to bring that vibe. It's not back. a bad idea. They, I reckon. I was actually talking about this with someone the other day. I reckon, as of maybe about two to three years ago, mm. that is regularly being floated in the office. Right. Over there. I reckon yeah. that's just enough time, time has passed where someone has started yep. going. It's on a whiteboard somewhere. The time, if they dropped it like any time from now, people would flip their lids. I and agree. With this kind of stuff, you've got to get in pretty quick because the nostalgia can fade yep. as quickly as it came back into season. It can fade right back. I agree. Again. There's been a lot. There's too many. There's been grey laptops for too long now. Yep. Get get a white one out. 
Well, even, you know, they've, so they've just brought out new iPhones quite recently. Mm. They got this iPhone 12. <laughs> you bet this, folks. They got this iPhone 12. Then they got the iPhone 12 Pro. Mm. And then there's a Pro Max. And there's also a Mini. Right. So there's four separate versions, basically, of the same model out at the same time. Right. And they've missed the... They've, they've fucking... This was the big chance. Yeah. The clear back. Yep. The the clear like pink back. Did you? That's get, what it should have been. Did you get an iMac back in the day? No. You didn't. No. Nah. Mm. I came to the Mac pretty late. We were right. a PC family. I right. thought they were still because they were the computers that you'd have at school. Right. So it was always a bit like, uh, and oh, they really? and back in the day you couldn't you couldn't get a lot of stuff on them. Like if you wanted to play yeah. games or whatever. I remember, like, most things weren't on it. And I remember, like, the, you know, not having a right mouse button. It was mm. like, how the fuck do you even use this thing? Right. Well, I come from the graphic design background. So, that was, there's no option, basically, in those days. You have to do it. You have to get right. it. Right. So, that was the first Mac I ever owned. The, um, the whatever you call that design now, like, the the, the rounded, the one the that you could pick up. The round. Yeah, you could, but the cool thing was, you can just pick it up. That's right. It had right. a handle on it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I was transporting it around. So awesome. Were you really? Yeah. And act like not a laptop. No. Yeah, right. But I wasn't like, I wasn't treating it like a laptop and just going to a cafe with it. Yeah, yeah. But Having I was, to plug it in. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was bringing it to like work or okay. you know, traveling between houses and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah. little handle on it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Not not the, the most convenient thing of all time, but no. certainly more convenient than picking up the hard drive and the monitor mm-hmm. and the keyboard. It's funny that you say that it was the go-to for design because, yeah, that was oh, – friends growing up, had a couple of friends whose dads were like graphic designers or worked in whatever adjacent field mm. and they would have the Mac. Like you'd go around to their house yep. and be like, hey, I bought this game around. They're like, we can't use it. Yeah. You're like, why the fuck do you have one of these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like with a lot of shame like, oh, dad uses it for fucking, you know, AutoCAD right. or whatever yes. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, great. I mean, I never so you heard this can be one of those things. Every now and then, someone will post in one of the um, various uh, Facebook groups that we have for the podcast. Something will happen in the news or whatever that we've sort of, you know, um, very seeing into the future, like four years ago. You mm. know, we've referenced something and then it happens. This yep. can be one of those things. In a few years' time, we've now got a record that we called it. Right. The clear the clear back Apple are going back yep. to the transparent pastel colours. Yep. Yep. In the uh, next couple of years. Yep. Um I'll have a blueberry one. I think I had a blueberry Mac. Ah uh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. I think that's that's the one I had. Fuck, it's such a shame because they have just done a whole new line of stuff. Yeah. So it's another couple of years off. Yeah, have you got a bit of a computer graveyard where if you you know, every time you go through a laptop or something, do you keep it? Do you have it stored away somewhere? Uh I I upgrade so infrequently. I think oh, I'm. Have... I think I thrash. I get close to a decade. Yeah, actually, you're thr- right. Yeah, you had one that you went on for ages. Yeah, yeah, you? yeah. So I last about three to four years. That's it. That last one is still in my room because I just have this paranoia that I'll remember something that's on it that I need. Mm. I can't bring myself to let go of it. Yeah. I think always the the mark is the moving house. Mm. Is the point where you finally, for me, where I finally let go of something like that. Okay. It stays in a cupboard or a drawer or whatever. Yeah. And then you move and it's like, well, I haven't needed anything on this for, you know, the two years since I got the last one. So it's time to fucking bin this. I think I might still have that Blueberry Mac at my parents' house. I certainly still have the lamp one. Do you remember the lamp design? No. Um, Where it was, the, the hard drive was like 
a white, half a white globe. And then I it had remember a, this at all. Then it had the um, uh, the screen mm. came off like swiveling like a lamp. Oh, kind of. Oh, the G4. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a big rounded dome with then the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The screen off the back of it. Yeah. Uh, on top of it. Yep, of. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. That's still in my house. Okay. Got a couple of laptops that have been, you know, just absolutely being given a flogging and... Uh, uh, are still in the house. I think. I think I might still have every computer I've ever bought. Wow! None of. I uh, nearly all of them don't work. Okay. Yeah. The but G- I can't bring myself to throw them out. So the G three were the coloured ones with the handles, and then the G four was the lamp one. Right. That was the next one. Right. And I remember. It, yeah, that was very funny. Like even just them, you know, getting rid of the like groovy colours was like, wow, this is real grown up shit now. Yeah. This company is coming of age. Yeah. Anyway, that's a little Dum Dum Club tech talk for another mm. week. Yeah, real experts tech talk. Remember the coloured ones? <laughs> they were cool. Having to Google it. Oh, yeah, it was actually, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but it was actually called the G3. Yeah. Also, it wasn't called the G3. I think that was just the processor name or something like that. So oh, okay. I don't think it was that. That did, wasn't named that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this computer. I keep, the keys are falling off this model. I'm like, maybe I should buy a new computer. I'm like, fuck. I can't just buy a new computer because the keys are falling off. Yeah, when did you get that one? And ha- like, how hard are you? Th- especially in a year where you haven't been anywhere, you haven't taken the laptop. That the laptops had like no wear and tear in terms of being like chucked in a bag and bundled around. I think this this model. I was looking it up. This model's got a bit of a rep for keys coming off. It. Uh, okay. So, which is good because I don't know why the keys are coming off otherwise because mm-hmm. I haven't done anything weird to it. But man, the keys are really, really coming off it. Wow. You're typing something and it's like, cool, I've just typed one sentence and now I have six keys in my hand. Okay. Anyway, um, if if uh, anyone at Apple listens to this, please feel free to send me a new computer. Yeah, if we have any folks listening from the Genius Bar, mm. send in send in and of, let us know what the problem is. And of course, after us doing live shows over the years, we know there's a lot of geniuses in our audience. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Man, when are we going to do a live show again, Tommy? Great question. It's got to be soon. Great gotta, question. Figure out, When's figure Dictator out Dan going to have a press conference where he announces that live podcasts are back? Great. The gym's back. Yep. The fucking, you know, restaurants, more capacity, bars, more capacity. Yep. The borders are slowly opening. Yep. It's going to happen. When a podcast's back on the table. Yep. Well, it'll happen soon when we're... As uh, restrictions ease, as quality restrictions ease, we'll we'll do a new one. Yeah, well, be waiting a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, <laughs> part of the part of this bit of the program is saying thank you to everyone who subscribes to us via Patreon dot com slash Little Dum Dum Club. Um, keeps the lights on in here. Thank you very much to everyone who supports us in that way. Um, it really does make sure that this show happens. There's no other way it will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you very much for doing that. Of course, for us to then say thank you back to you, which is weird because we're already doing something for you and then you're saying thank you by giving us money and then we go, well, you, you, you're welcome to thank you. Here's some more stuff and we give them extra Right, and then that's content. where it ends. Yeah. We don't then get people thanking us for we, doing the thanking of the thank No, you. we don't get a second subscription from people. No, we don't but get a second should. amount of money. This should just go on. This right. chain should just go on and on and on mm. for as long as people want it no, to They've continue. drawn the line there. Yeah. That was their call. Yeah, they're like, that'll do. Here you go. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. No, thank you for no, your welcome. No, no, no it's no, like... 
It's like if you get on a real run with sneezing, where mm. you're doing a lot in a row. Yep. And quite quite common is to get a bless you after the first one. Mm. A lot of people just go, I'm out now. Yep. If this cunt's going to do this five or six more times, yep. I'm checked out. I get a lot of that. I get a lot of that. I sneeze too much. And uh, yeah, people go, no, thank you. I like, to try and, I like to try and give it up for as many as I can. I like to throw them in. Comes a little game, you know. You're doing six in a row, mm. and at that point, it's addictive. Yeah, just keep throwing in more bless yous. Yeah, but everyone's got their limit. Yeah, you know, if someone hits like ten, mm. it's like this relationship with the listeners. You got to draw the line somewhere. Yes. it's like I'm going to be here all day. Yes, if this person never stops sneezing, I'm just going to have to follow them around for the rest of their life, mm. just yelling bless you at them. Well, I, I do the annoying thing where I sneeze once, twice, it, you know, three times, maybe four times, but then there'll be a big gap between the last time. The second last one, the last one. So it's mm. like, that. bless you, bless you. Bless you. But I feel like maybe if they've given it up for the first one, maybe not the second and third, if there's mm. a big enough gap, don't okay. you feel like maybe it's reset? So mm. then they are even more obligated to give up another bless you. Because mm. now you're on to a new round of sneezing. No, generally, they're just pretty angry with me by the end. Okay. Yeah. Um, thanks to everyone <laughs> that subscribes, uh, including these new... New inductions for the, the, the Patreon Hall of Fame um, as far as subscribers to us goes. Yep. We give you a lot of bonus content via patreon.com slash little dumb dumb club. A lot of bonus episodes. A lot of people have been happy with the stuff we've been chucking out there. Mm-hmm. I think we've been pretty happy with it. Yep. Um, some pretty good stuff that we, you know, sometimes regret uh, putting out in, in to a limited audience instead of just as mm-hmm. many people as we can. But, yep. hey, that's good for, for you guys that, that pay the bonus money. Um, it's not that much. Not ten, at all. Ten bucks American a month will get you so much content. So. Yep, two a week, two mini episodes a week Man. on your Monday and your Friday. It's a fuck all, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so get onto that. It'd be very nice to see some new people jump on board, be one of those new people. Remember um, the magazine? Mm. Thank God we weren't <laughs> having to like fill that with content during lockdown. God. <laughs> I was about to say even, we should just do a one-off, and then I was like, even that, I can't be fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a lot. Maybe of- maybe one of these days, that we, you know, if we if, if inspiration strikes, we could churn out just like a super special or something, but yeah. very glad to be done with that uh, that yeah, hassle. Yeah. I mean, if we got set a task and went, okay, one page every two months, and then in six months we'd have like a good... 12-page magazine or something. Um, But apart from that, I cannot be fucked. We do enough stuff. Uh, Anyway, let's crack into this. Um, uh, Let's open up the UTA, the Unplanned Title Alternator. Uh, Keep this fair and square. A lot of people, sometimes we get a a few people lately saying, when's my turn? Well, if only it was that easy. Yep. It is absolutely random. We can't help who comes out. This person could have been subscribing for... Um, two weeks, this person could have been subscribing for 30 years. Mm. You just don't know. Mm. Um, here, Are you ready? Um, yeah, I think I'm ready. Okay, great. Glad I asked. Um, I'm hitting the big red button. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. First cab off the rank this week. It is Alex Pretty. <laughs> very nice. Yes. Alex Pretty. Yes. Yep. Or, of course, at roll call at school. Pretty Alex. Yes. Pretty Alex. Um, now, is that when I say that? When I when we say Pretty Alex, do you think of well, Alex is very pretty, or do you think someone's done something? You go, that is that is pretty pretty Alex of you. Ooh, mm. no, that second one hadn't even crossed my mind. Uh, I go straight to uh, yeah. I go straight to this is a pretty, pretty boy. Yeah, I assume boy could be girl. I, don't know. I mean, well, 
this is the this is the conundrum. Mm. Alex, I hate to say it, my mind kind of automatically goes to it being male. Right. For whatever reason, that's yep. just what's in my head. Yep. More experience with male Alexes than female Alexes, yep. or certainly an Alexandra or whatever, shortening their name to Alex. Yep. However, mm. pretty, very feminine. Mm. So you would like to think you would like to think maybe it must be a woman because you would like to think if it was a man, it'd be Alex Handsome. <laughs> All right, yeah. The male version I of really, being pretty. I really thought you were going to go with if it was a male, he would have killed himself by now. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, potentially. It is a good name. I mean, I'm not sure if I could have copped having pretty as a as a surname uh, as a as a guy growing up, but especially the generation and geography of yes. where you grew up. Exactly. Absolute nightmare. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Um, but I do very much like the name. Um, I like the name Alex. And what I do like is the idea that Alex Pretty is a girl and is a good looking girl. Mm-hmm. Because then it's just like, you are just calling it. Yeah, yeah. you know you know what I prefer? What? You know what I'm going to say? No. The, well, the opposite of what you've oh, okay. posited. Right. Alex is a girl. Mm. An absolute bush pig. <laughs> <laughs> a real minger. So much better. Don't yeah. you think? Well, I don't mind either one. I don't mind either it, one. Because the problem is, if it's a bit like, well, I mean, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If you go, if you're a girl and you go, Alex, pretty, yeah. it's like people are just going to, and you, and if you are actually hot, people are like, <laughs> bit full of yourself. Yes. Given the full name, right? Oh, you could go by your middle name, yeah. you know, all this and that. Whereas, yeah, if you're just an absolute slop bucket. <laughs> Then you're getting a little. You're getting a little. I mean, that would be awkward. You introduce yourself, Alex, pretty, and they're like, "Ha They're like, "What? What's what's funny about yeah. that?" Oh, you know, just that your name is pretty, and you are well. Yeah. I mean, you know, Obviously, I'm not telling you anything you haven't heard. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you hear this every day of your life. But yeah. You look like a bucket of shit. Yeah, it's funny. It's yeah. funny for you to have. It's funny for you to be called something that you are the opposite yes, of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. You you must get that every waking hour of your life. Yes. The, the fact that. It is ironic that your name is something you are the opposite of, yep, you yep. fucking freak. Now, I can see you typing. I can see keys furiously flying off that keyboard of yours. Am I am I correct in assuming that we're doing a bit of uh, Facebook research? Yeah, and I'm very happy to say I cannot find this person. So okay, I thank God. very guiltily pretend that I haven't seen what they look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, 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 um, again... I've done my own research, but I cannot find this person. So, what's the be- what's the better outcome? Hot guy, ugly guy, hot girl, ugly girl. I, in my opinion, with this name, I not like... just in general. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, all right, I'll give you a different answer. Um, I like, I still like the idea, pretty girl, because just I just mm. like the idea of just some nine walking out going, yep. What's your name, Alex? Pretty, and some and people just going, ah. Oh, Fuck. Yeah. What are the odds of this? This yep. is frustrating. I am going to say ugly guy is would be my preference for it. Right. See, Just I imagine think, a, re- like a real hunchback looking fella I called think, Alex Pretty. Yeah, but I, I almost think Pretty gets like not thought about too much with a guy. Whereas with a girl... You're going. You're, you're drawing the line between the two. You think a people? Lot you think it's possible that people wouldn't make that link if it's a man with this not as much surname? Not as much. I reckon. Interesting. I Interesting. Reckon. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. But, but that's that's what I'm hoping. But Alex, since I can't find you anywhere on the socials, 
please let us know. Let us know. This is this Don't even send don't even send us a picture. Just let us know if you're a six or a nine or a rate yourself mm. and then send us a picture and then we'll rate you. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're a guy. Yeah, Not if yeah, you're a yeah. girl, we have no interest in doing yes, that. Yep. Um I, I, this feels very familiar. This feels like something we've said in this segment before, but if this would be a great dating show where three bachelors and there's no like where would you take me on a date you mm. know what you know, all this you know mm. tell me a bit about yourself it's literally just what's your name mm. and then the bachelors will say and then the lady decides who she wants to date yeah, yeah, based yeah, purely yeah. on the name yeah that's something we've come up with before but I think I'm so. gonna I'm gonna say it again because mm. it's a great idea yeah, yeah yeah and it's literally just the bachelorette just doing this just riffing on Alex Pretty's <laughs> by herself for like yeah. fifteen minutes while just a hideous man sits there just weeping yeah 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 and her giving. The a rose to a name tag. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's mm. great. Yeah. And then the men all. Or what about this? There's the name tags, and the the, the bachelorette kind of look, and you know, sort of like, okay, yeah, I like this one. I like this one. Then all the men come in. Then she has to take the name tags and put them on who she thinks the oh. name belongs to. That legitimately would be very good. That is good. Yeah. I used to have a weird thing in my head where I'd be like, I reckon I can just looking and knowing people. I reckon I can guess what football team they barrack for. Mm-hmm. Like as if that's a thing connected to someone's essence. Yeah. No, you don't look like you'd barrack for Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. You look more like... And what was your uh, strike rate rate strike rate like with this? I, I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I reckon... I, in my, my memory tells me, I reckon... I felt like I was batting about... 75% or something. Okay. Felt well, like bring, it, bring it back. Maybe in our Patreon group. Here's another ad for that. Mm. We can start a thread... Where people just, you know, comment if they want to be subjected to a guest by you. Mm. You can see how they go. Don't be... You can't go on their profile. And also, you can't be wearing any team stuff in your <laughs> picture if you're going to yeah. throw your hat in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need, I, need, I need to see their picture, though. I feel like I need to see their picture. Sure. They post just a good, just a generic photo of yes, themselves. Yes, yes, yes. And then yes, you yes. can comment on that okay, below and go, okay, here's what okay, team I reckon. All right, that. here we go. I, we can do that. Be great if this if this is the thing that makes the Patreon subscriptions just absolutely skyrocket. Yeah, yeah, People yeah, going, yeah. I want to be in on this fucked game. Yes. <laughs> I want I want I want to th- I want to see him try and say he barracks for Brisbane. Yeah. And I don't. And tell I him he's for Port wrong. Yeah. I love that idea where it's like I've got to see your uh, your profile. Cool. Okay. Lives in Brisbane. Do you barrack for Brisbane? Mm, yes. Okay. I've done it again. Yep. Yep. So that's why they just have to post a pic and then you're not allowed to go on the page and get right. any get any influence okay. there. Sure. Um, all right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks, Alex Pretty. Thanks, sexy Alex. Mm. Um, thanks, hey. stunner Alex. Yeah. Thanks. My dicky is hardy, Alex. <laughs> uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Matthew Lapsley. Okay. Yep. Lapsley. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Uh, not really for me. Well, shouldn't really be for anyone, I think. Like, mm. I mean, when when we say names are made up, you know, name, names were all made up at some stage. Now, wh- why would you have made that up? Why put things in your way like that? Like Lapsley. La- like, oh, Lapsy or... Lapsley. Lapsley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lapsley. It's so clunky. It's it's one of those things that even though you're saying it right, it makes you feel like you have a speech impediment mm. as you're saying it. Lapsley. Yeah. 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 Why? It, at some stage, someone's had to go, what name should we have? And they've literally made that name up. You, what about all those people that like move countries and then go, 
oh, my name sounds a bit weird. I'm coming from this country. I'm coming to that country. I better just tighten it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't someone tighten this one up? Yeah, yeah. This is a bit too many cooks. I reckon yeah. there. This is a few. This is like a. This is like a movie that you see. There's just there's too many things going on. Bit of network. Bit of studio interference with if, this name. Please, if you, if I mean, if Matthew Lapsley ever tries to talk to us on the socials, sorry, but. You're going to have to choose whether it's Lapsy or Lapley. Yeah, make a fake account yeah. to, to talk to us because yeah. I don't want to have to see this coming up in my face. No, I don't want to see it. I don't, even to, I don't even want to read it out loud in my head. As I'm I have seen this it. on the socials and even aesthetically, it's very angular. It's very unpleasant to look at. Yeah. I'm not a fan in yeah, any yeah, yeah. way, shape or form. Yeah. Lapsley. It's not pretty. It's not Alex Pretty. No. Nah. In any way. Lappy. L- Lapsley. Lapsley. Yeah, Lappy oh. would be good. Lapsy. Lapsy would be good. I, I do like that idea. I'd, I'd kind of forgotten that that was a thing that's like, I guess it's more common uh, Asian immigrants. It's it's pretty common, right? Move to an English-speaking country and mm. you'll often hear people go, oh, this is what my name is in, mm. like, back home. Yep. And then it's kind of, like, tweaked for here. Yep. It would be funny to just move from, like, Australia to the UK mm. and just be like, no, nah, yeah. you know, back home. Yeah. But, that, I mean, it doesn't, you know, it sort of doesn't really make sense over here. So, yeah. I've just completely Well, that sounds grey, so I'm just going to call it um, blue over here. Cause right. You, you guys probably don't understand what that means. Well, no, yeah. other way around. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. I'm Carl Blue, and yeah. over here I'm Carl Grey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just thought you guys, it's like you've never seen a blue sky in your fucking miserable yeah, yeah. lives. My name's Carl Shit now. Right. Yeah. Carl Kill Myself. Yeah. Um, if you were like, if I was Tommy Dollar, mm. and then I'd go over there, it's Tommy Pound over here. Yeah. <laughs> you. You. <laughs> you get an English... Uh, uh, no, what what would it be? Uh, you come from England. You come over here and you get an Australian girlfriend, and you're talking dirty to her. And you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dollar your ass. What do you mean? Wow, <laughs> what a run up! <laughs> so much, so much. Just you working out the geography of that setup. So you're from it. No, wait, wait, wait. Hang on. You're from there, and you come yes. over here. Yes. <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. And then you get an Australian girlfriend. Okay, I'm trying to imagine myself with an Australian yeah. girlfriend. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's how comedy works. If you're not in comedy, that's actually how you... That's Usually I'm just saying that off mic to myself, writing mm. a joke like that. Yep. You heard a joke get born. The process. Yeah. Yep. yeah, pretty good. How the bread is made. Dollar your ass. Dollar your ass. Yep. Yep. Very good. Um, Lapo. Lapo. Mm. Lapsley. Yep. Even laps. <laughs> Matthew Laps. L A P S E. Would you go with that? Would you, mm. Could you live with that? Then it's, you've got I mean, yeah, then like saying something is, you know, to to laps. Yeah. It would be cool with names if um if your birth certificate slash I know your license can expire, but if when it expired you had to change your name. Mm. So it doesn't just dictate whether or not you can drive a car. It's keeping it's your name. It's keeping your name registration up to date. Yes. So it's like ah oh, fuck, I didn't pay my name, Red Joe. Yeah. And then by then you go back in because I have had that happen with my car. I forgot to pay my Red Joe. This is a couple of years ago now. Mm. And then by the time I went and did it, it it was so far out of date that I had to like get it roadworthy for my car and get new plates. Mm. I couldn't just update it and get the same plates. Mm. So if it was like that with a name, so it's like you you've let it lapse. You got to go. You got to pay for a whole new name. And guess what? Your name, you got in while the getting was good and it wasn't that popular. Mm. You got it at a good rate. If you want Carl now, 
it's a bit more in vogue. It's going right. to cost you more, and you're like, oh, I don't really want to pay for this anymore. What about this? What about this? Um, you get a free hit at changing your last name as long as both your parents are dead. Because mm. like, th- you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you change your name. They're, they're, they're you know. <laughs> so funny they're the gone. idea that people have children to carry on the family lineage, yeah. and then you're just there going, "All right, now that these two cunts are gone, yes. time to have a little fun." Yes, <laughs> just your so, dad rolling around in yes, his grave. Absolutely, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but he goes to his grave thinking the Lapsley name goes on; it lives on. Yeah, you know, I've had my kids; they're all sprouting out their yep. kids, whatever. And as soon as he's down in the ground, it's like, "All right." He's gone. And if you're if you've got a bad bad surname, you're front and center campaigning for euthanasia. Mm. Let yep. people die with dignity, yep. so that I can be free of the prison of being called Lapsley. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to be. I want to be hurry up and be called Matthew Rocket Pants. Yep. And as soon as that fucking old bloke, oh. it ashes the ashes. Off I go. Rocket Pants sounds like a classic, like fake Facebook surname. Yeah. That the least funny person you know mm. has. Matthew Danger Rocket Pants. Matthew Danger Rocket Pants. Studied at the School of Hard Knocks. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Gigolo at your mum. Yes, not bad. <laughs> not bad. I think I've I think I've fought with a few of them on Facebook in oh, the comments. Oh, we need to um, follow up on last week. Did you get any pushback from uh, trying to say that you worked at Adelaide Comedy on your Facebook page last no, week? No, because I reckon, I reckon the notifications were changed or whatever. Like It just didn't come up. I don't think anyone saw that. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, so, which is good. Yep. Um, thanks, Matthew. Thanks, Matthew. Thank you to very much to uh, uh, Patreon subscriber, Danielle Cosgriff. Okay. Okay, this is interesting. Danielle, to me, is like a, uh, is a very, like, a younger woman's name. You know, mm. I, I picture like a like a cool 20-year-old. Mm. Cosgriff, to me, is just like an old man. Yes. Really old man surname. Agree. Um, Danny, I'm a fan of, D-A-N-I. Love it. Mm. Really love it. Yep. Now, look, I don't know how to break this to you, but, uh, on Patreon, Mm. look, maybe this is good, maybe this is bad, since you've already stated you don't like Cosgrove. She's, she's gone a bit of cosplay with her name. Oh, no. She's gone with Danielle Cosgryffindor. Yuck. Everything about this is just sickening. Not not do can we ref- do we need this money that bad? Mm. Should we give it back? Yeah, I wish uh I wish I knew uh, it'd be great to be, you know, I I feel like someone working in the entertainment industry it's it sort of behooves you to keep abreast of, you know, the pop culture references, mm. you know, to have in your arsenal. But I'm just absolutely drawing a blank. I would love to know what one of the fucking spells from Harry Potter is, you know, so we could yell this at this woman, and, right. you know, um, yep. fuck off Yarmus or whatever, yeah, the, whatever yeah, they yeah, say yeah, to, yeah. to just, you know, piss this money off. Yeah, get a get a feather from an owl and put it in a pot and and make a potion to to make you fucking grow up, Danielle. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you're putting the sorting hat on, and the sorting hat saying you're a bit of a cunt, right? <laughs> a sorting hat. Yeah. That's know. the little thing that I know this much. That's when you are new at Hogwarts. Right. The house that you get put into is determined by like a hat that talks to you. So they oh this God. now this just seems this just seems like a fucked way of doing things. Every mm. new student, they have a ceremony where one by one they sit there and they put the hat on mm. and the hat kind of sees into your soul and goes, Hmm, you know, you're a little bit oh. this or that. This process that seems to take about minimum six minutes per student. 
There has to be a better way. They're doing this for every new student that's coming through in this one ceremony. Ugh. Get a second hat. What do you think? Is this good gear? No, I, I couldn't even make myself listen to half of that, to be honest. I like the idea that I write a bunch of Harry Potter-themed stand-up, and I can't rely on any stand-up audience being that au fait with the Harry Potter world. So I am so I start busking out the front of the play. You know, there's like that, that when it comes back, the Harry Potter play that's in two parts. It's like the Princess Theatre in Melbourne. So you go in its interval, and I'm just standing on a soapbox out the front doing 15 of Harry Potter gear that I've mm. written to the real heads. Uh, you know what I like the idea of? Is that, you know, comedy's all about relatability and you're, you're coming out there and, you know, you're going, you know, when you're on the plane and they yep. give you the food that this happens and whatever. I would like to see you do mm. a, a five minutes where it's all relatable stuff, mm. but it's all reliant on tropes and things that aren't true. Yeah, right, but right. But not like crazy out there, like surreal things. Right. Just just stuff where it's like... Something that's happened... Like, so the conceit would be me up there on stage thinking, this thing has happened to me once, and I'm assuming that that's happened to... Well, not so even I'm like, that. You know when you're on a plane and the captain sucks your dick? This is like the one flight I've ever gotten, yeah. I got sucked off by the captain mid-flight. But not even that. Just like, you know, you know, you know when you're, you're, you're on a flight and then... You know, they give you, um, you know, you're sitting in your seat and they and, and someone comes up to you and, you know, they give you a TV that just sits in your right lap. You know how every no seat, you know when you're on the flight and every every seat has an an Apple G3 in yes. the back of the seat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just a thing And you're like, I wanted the blue one. Yeah, just a thing that's very not true. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Not, not some sort of absolutely crazy surreal. But right, just, right. Just something where... You can watch the audience go, that's not a thing. Yeah, I mean, it would, all of it would bomb. Because you, you would have seen this plenty of times where someone gets up there and they're doing a new bit with something that they think is relatable and common. Yeah. And then they come off and they're like, I don't get why that didn't work. Yeah. And other people have to go, no one knows what you're talking about. Yes. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah. That's n- that doesn't happen to anyone. I know, but I, w- I really, I would like to see you do it where it's like, it's a real Seinfeld stuff where it's like, you know... Don't you hate it when you go right. to your family reunion and then, you know, you get there and your mum, all like every Christmas, she's always like, you can't have any roast beef, you can't have any turkey, you can only have potato salad. It's like, it's been like that for 30 years. Like, ev- we all go through yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, all yeah. go through that. It's like, and you, what yeah. is, why are mums so obsessed with potato salad? Why can't any of them once yeah. let us have one be- bit of beef? And, and you just watch y- people go, what? What's happening? Yeah, and you're doing it in a way where you think people are going to start like kind of talking along with you. Yeah, you're, like you, people you're are just going to be pointing shri- at a gun. This yeah. guy gets it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like, you come through the door, and of course, folks, what's the first thing that happens? Yeah, yeah. Mum's at you. No more roast beef. You can yeah, yeah, only yeah, yeah, have yeah. the potato yeah. salad. Of yeah. course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every and it's just and bewildering. Go, and of course, you can't have the beef because they give you. That's he said, yeah, potato, potato salad. salad. Great. This guy, yeah, this guy. Yeah, we yeah, all yeah, said yeah. it at once just then, didn't we? Man, this sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, I haven't done a gig back yet <laughs> since, uh, <laughs> since like May. And maybe I love the idea of this just being my first one back. I mean, why not? Maybe this take, maybe this in a weird way yeah. does go really well for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm so, I, I think this is like very common for like everyone just getting back into doing gigs in Melbourne. It's like most people are so rusty mm. that there's a big potential that you're going to do pretty badly anyway yeah. with stuff that you think is tried and tested that's your old gear. Yes. You're basically starting from scratch one way or the <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah. So why not just do 
Why not just take that weird artistic turn that you've always been too scared well, to Well, not do? only that. Why not? If you, you get up, you haven't done a gig for nine months, whatever it is, and mm. you go, you know what, I'm going to bomb. I'm, I'm going get, to get, get up with it, there with this gear that's really funny, I think, has always worked, but you can't perform to too many people at the moment in the same room. I'm going to be putting up my babies just to be absolutely better right, up here. Right, right. So you know what? I, I've, I've, I've decided in my heart I'm going to bomb anyway. So why not get up there and bomb with stuff that makes fucking no, no sense, sense and I don't care about. Yeah. Yeah, just to just to get used to, just to get, words get the, coming out of the rust out. Just to sort of tread water for a little bit. Yeah. You know, you're treading water. No one's winning a gold medal for that. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You're just keeping afloat in the pool. It's about survival. You're stretching. Yeah. 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 You're not you're not winning any gold medals for stretching. But I like the idea if I do it with enough gusto and like I wear a suit mm. and like Maybe the interesting thing, it would actually be a very interesting experiment to see maybe the odd person in the room would get fooled. Yeah. If there's enough bravado and if I'm dressed really nicely, it's like, mm. man, this guy really looks and sounds the part. Yeah, yeah. I really don't understand any of the stuff he's saying. It might be like, you know, like that thing where you're growing up and you're learning about America and you're going, oh, yeah, Richard Nixon. Yeah, yeah. sure. I guess that's funny because I'm learning through... You know how how these Americans keep talking about him. I I get it. I know who that guy is now. Yeah. You just you just start teaching. Like there's a bunch of like kids, young guys coming to watch mm-hmm. comedy that night, and they just walk away going, "This potato salad thing." You know, at Christmas they start learning about Christmas through you. Exactly. Well, what would be interesting would be like you know how the uh, the the mob basically the way that it's written about in The Godfather wasn't mm. based on anything. He kind of made that up. Right. And now the mob kind of behave. Act they're like basing that. themselves on this thing that was like completely made up. Right. So if I somehow influenced culture to a point where that legitimately did become a thing at Christmas, yep. the great Christmas tradition where mum's going, no roast beef, <laughs> yeah. only potato salad yep. in generations to come, yep. I completely changed the landscape of an entire holiday. Yes. That would be something truly remarkable to yeah. aim for. Yeah, 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 great. Let's let's change Christmas let's through change your stand-up to comedy. six people. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks, Daniel Cos-Gryffindor. Thanks, Danny. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Glenn Redmond. Mm. Yay or nay? Yay. Oh, that's good. I quite like it. Okay. You don't need to hear about too many Glens. Uh, I'd like to think they bred them out. I think of a, yeah, it's very, it feels like one of those older names that hasn't had its renaissance mm. yet. It's mm. it's hasn't come back around yet to be like a trendy younger name. I'm fine with Redmond. Redmond I quite like. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah. Glenn Glenn's mm, I'm just I just I can't. Yeah, there's no What's need. the issue? It's just uh, to me it's a name w- that you go uh it's going to take a it's going to take a fair few Famous cool Glens to get Glenn back from a bit of a daggy shit name, I reckon. Mm, yeah, who's the coolest Glenn? I don't think there is one. It probably in this country would be like Glenn Robbins, right? And that's and not if saying, you're saying great deal. Yeah, look, no, I'm saying cool. You know, by default, he's like fucking Bradburying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no one's saying the coolest guy. Yeah, Glenn Robbins. No, we're saying the coolest Glenn. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, the nicest house on the shittest street. Yes, right? yes, absolutely. Um, no, there's no, there's no, there's, there's no, no need. There's yeah. no need for it. Yeah, there's. Let's call time on Glenn. How do you? How old do you reckon this guy is? I'm reckoning like forty-five. Mm, no, I don't. I think I'm. I'm thinking 
Like everyone that listens to this show, early 30s for some reason. Mm, okay. I feel like I feel like everyone that listens to this show is early 30s. And whenever someone pops up that's a new listener that's like 19, I'm like, that's weird. That is weird. Mm. Yeah, I just, I mean, early 30s would make him, you know, my age, my mm. generation. And mm. I just can't, I can't imagine ever, I can't imagine there being someone of my generation that was called Glenn. I mm. cannot see it. Mm. Maybe, yeah, 10 years 10, 15 years before, mm. I could imagine it. You would have known some Glens, yes. maybe at school. Absolutely. Yep. See, by the time you get to my year, yeah. it's out. They're it's gone. completely gone. I mean, it just like there's so many names out there. Why would you settle for Glenn? <laughs> you can, you can. I mean, that's you know what people make jokes about how um, there's all these weird names out there. Mm. People call themselves fucking Skyrocket and you yep. know uh, Battle Station or whatever. Yep. That's why, because of Glenn. Because of Glenn. Because there was back in the old days, there was twenty names. One of them was Glenn. It was like we need some more names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a slim selection. If you're absolutely considering Glenn as the name of a person, of a baby, do you think it's it might baby Glenn? Do you think it might have something to do with the fact that in this country, it's a I assume only in this country, very popular brand of uh, air spray for you know when you've when you've dropped a big turd, <laughs> you're bringing out the Glenn twenty. Do you think maybe that's why it went out of vogue? It's like, I might as well call my son Toilet Duck. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> but Glenn, is Glenn 20 Australian? Well, I, 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 we have it here, but I don't, I don't know for a fact whether it is or not. I just thought I should oh, maybe give a is. bit of backstory just in case it is. You I'm never know looking it up. I reckon, I reckon maybe it is. I'm looking, I always thought it was. It does seem like a very Australian thing. I always thought it was American, but um, it's not coming up on any American sites. Why is it up. called that? I have no idea. What's the 20 all about? It looks, uh... yeah. <laughs> it's It doesn't even have a Wikipedia page that I can figure out why it's called that. Glenn 20. Now, this could be some good, unrelatable stand-up for me. Yes. As we all know, the origin of Glenn 20 yeah. is because... Yeah, but people don't know... Oh, but if it's a tidbit, it'd be like people going, oh, I don't... They'll, they'll go... I didn't know that. I, I like the idea that the audience are know the answer to whatever you're talking about. So they're literally, as they're listening to you, they're going, they're fighting within themselves going, this is not right. Right, If you're right. telling the history of Glenn Twitty, they could be going, okay. I actually didn't know Fair that. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, okay, so maybe it's a misuse of Glenn Twenty, mm. As we all know, you get the Glenn Twenty. Well, you, I think more likely is like, you know when you pick up the Ben 20 to like, you yeah, know, yeah, okay. to use in the bathroom. Well, no, I get, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, using the Ben 20. The Ben 20. Because then, then the audience are going to be going, is he saying Ben? That's very funny. Getting a brand name yeah. slightly wrong yes. constantly in your set is very good. And also, especially if you use it as a punchline. So, like, you're talking about it, you know, oh, this one time, you know, uh, and one time I, I brought some over to England and I was like, I had did a big turd in the toilet. And I was like, <laughs> it was so, it was massive. It was a massive turd. And I was in London, so you know what? I had to use the Big Ben 20. I like, with me? How, I like how many running ideas for threads on the show at the moment are, imagine if you were bad at comedy in this different way. It's like I'm just about to retire the bad impressionist and now all of a sudden I've got to be the bad observationist. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. Is it a challenge how long I can do this before someone in the audience is driven absolutely insane and, yes. guns, and guns me down yes. outside the video? It's like, oh! 
all of that was wrong. <laughs> None of that happens. Yeah. I, I just, I really want to see someone come up to you at the end of the gig with notes and go, this is what you got wrong. Yeah, the, oh, that would be, you already quite commonly get at gigs, you know, there's some, some smart ass who's like, oh, you were saying this and it, you know, you should have said the, da, da, da. Imagine that. Imagine the fucking know-it-all guy who comes up to you. But that, that the funny thing would be picking apart the Glenn 20 thing, but yeah. then everything else has gone under his radar. <laughs> you would get people that haven't worked out that the rest of it is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. That's pretty Sorry, great. but that has actually tickled me. The idea of talking about Ben 20 and just the, just the, it brewing within the audience of going, yeah. I, I think he's saying Ben. Why is he saying it's Glenn? Why is he saying Ben? And then the whole time you're going, yeah, Ben, ben 20 and then I went to England yeah and I was like oh I had a dodgy curry there and I'm like oh my god and I dropped it in the in the dunny and it was it was massive it was so sunk so bad I had to use the you you, you know it the, folks the, you, no but again it's got to be a bit wrong huge Ben yeah. 20 <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah that's good we're, we're we're not far off me being able to just ha- run a comedy show where i'm all the acts eddie murphy style just the bad impressionist opening for the bad observationalist <laughs> but yeah but you can't you can't be built the bad in no i the know bad. it's yeah yeah, yeah maybe yeah. i just use my maybe that's thomas Allsop. I just oh, yeah. start again. Slightly, I start all over slightly again. Slightly different. Slightly different. No, just I like the idea of like some <laughs> podcast listeners not hearing this episode, then seeing you and they they see you come out and you're billed as Thomas Allsop. Yep. And they're like, oh, okay. Yep. And then and then they see you do this bad comedy that doesn't make any sense, and just for a second they think, have I gone back in time fifteen years to before he changed his name yep. to Tommy Dasso, and this is how bad he was to start with? Right. Right. I also like the idea that maybe this goes really well. You know, maybe people are into... Right. Maybe people get it and they're just into the absurdity of it. Right. Right? And then I'm hitting you up for gigs and you're like, uh, who am I getting though? Yeah. Which... <laughs> who's asking? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't even want to... I don't even ask that. I say, is your gear about Glenn 20 or about Ben 20? Yeah, well, what the we, difference is doing? when I'm Thomas Allsop, I'm wearing the suit. So you're right, like, I right. turn up, you book me, because it's like Thomas Allsop's been killing. Right. So then when I ask you for gigs, you just assume it's for Thomas Allsop. Mm. All of a sudden, I'm turning up to I'm turning up to Spleen. No suit. Yep. There's no suit bag. Right. And you're like, you're freaking out. You're like, where's the suit? And you're like, oh, no, I'm just uh, I'm just doing me tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm being right. me tonight. Yeah. You're panicking. You're yeah. like... How quickly can you get home and get yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry, but yeah. I'm gonna need to see. I'm gonna need to see Dasselow do a few more sets around yes. town at some open mics before I'll put him on here again. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn Redmond. Thanks, Glenn Redmond. Um, looking forward to that in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Oh man, I'm so fucking tired. I got to go home. Um, let's just do one more. Yeah. Uh, um. All right. Last one. Yep. Thanks to Patreon subscriber. Last one for this week. Okay. Um, Thank you to Patreon subscriber, Big Glenn Comedy. (laughs) Okay, Big Glenn. Yeah. That's the the giant air freshener thing in in London. (laughs) The giant comedy. The giant... Giant comedy freshener. Comedy freshener. Which is ironically what what you're doing to your comedy just before. Freshening it up. Freshening it up. Yeah. Yep. 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 Smells pretty good. 
All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for supporting the Little Dum Dum Club on Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash Club. Sign up. Get the bonus episodes. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.